Are we recording? Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. Um, I ain't going to lie to you. Your service in your neighborhood is the worst I've ever seen. You need the Wi-Fi pass? Yeah, you got to get on the oh. Wi-Fi. You, is that free? I gotta, is that like something you got to pay for before we come here? We'll, we'll, we'll just bill you with the rest of yeah. you know the charge you for the podcast. Yeah. We'll throw it in yeah. with that. Yeah, it's a whole, we'll give you the package deal. Did you leave the check on the counter? Yeah. Nice. Let's see what's Wi-Fi here. Let's see. Oh, is that it right there, Kevin? Nice. Yeah, I think wow. it is. Which one? Look at that. We should just plaster your Wi-Fi password to. <laughs> There's going to be people hanging out <laughs> front, like in our in our street, just using yeah. our Wi-Fi. That'd be great. I'm like the slowest. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Share Wi-Fi. Gotcha. Nice. We got you. Oh, taken care of. I was mid-type. Okay. Don't worry. I got you. That's I'll do. Right. I'll do the work for you. I appreciate that. That's right. So I guess we're talking. Yeah, we sure are. So we've got a couple of things that we're doing here today. Um, Kevin's on his phone again, so we'll just keep going. But Go for it. Um, we've got uh, our buddy down in Norman, uh, Seth Brooks. We brought this up before. I told the story about him. Uh, so we invested in a beer company, and his wife was nice enough on her way back from Nashville. That's where the uh, the brewery is um, to bring back some, and he gave me some. And so I actually had two left, and we've decided to do a little uh, tasting of them today. So we've got uh, for anybody who doesn't know, this is Kenny uh, Kenny the Machine Woldridge. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Kenny, don't be nervous. Look at the camera. I don't know. Oh, there's the, I was looking for the camera. That's over there. Mm-hmm. Come on. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do this, but we're going to interview interview us, introduce. We're going to get it there. Wow. Uh, Kenny here. So Kenny is an entrepreneur. He's got actually a couple of businesses, full-time trainer, owner of Anytime Fitness, um, also known as Kenny Time Fitness, as we like to refer to mm-hmm. it as, uh, as well as many of you uh, know, the Coffee Mecca of oklahoma city uh and becoming is um coffee jerks that's not what you said earlier yeah no, it's not but <laughs> it's all right there's two things i know about kenny is that whether it's his personality or his coffee he's a jerk so <laughs> wow <laughs> welcome is that, uh, i didn't even have to pay for that <laughs> yeah. yeah this is how we treat our friends so how are the shops doing man oh i mean we're a few days away <laughs> God, no, we're good, dude. Yeah, I mean, seriously, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, look at the world. Yeah, Yeah, right. I mean, it's round. That's correct. Yeah, Mm. yeah. It uh, no, that's an interesting thing. I mean, like you've got multiple businesses, and that's that's definitely got to be, um, you know. Well, I have multiple personalities. That's that oh, helps. Gosh. That helps. Well, let's feed those personalities some alcohol to start. Um, so oh, wow. we've got a couple of beers here. So we'll uh, we've got um, so this is the Zul. I think is how you pronounce it. I imagine that's it. It's X U L um, Brewery out of I want to say Nashville. I should double check that. I'm sure it says it somewhere on here. Knoxville, close enough. <laughs> um, but super cool guy. Super cool that he brought us these. So um, we're gonna drink a little bit of them uh, for the camera and for our bellies, so that we can um, kind of let you guys know how they are. I've already had these and they're awesome. Do we want to start out with the tangerine creamsicle sour, or do we want to start out with the blueberry cobbler sour? Mm. Kenny, you're the guest. Yeah, mm. I like it. I like it. This picture, I don't know if you can see in the camera, but the this orange creamsicle has an orange with a bunch of teeth on it, and it's really cool and just only slightly uncomfortable. So, but I like the picture a lot. So. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it slightly. <laughs> 
You guys talk amongst yourselves while I'm pouring these. Kevin. Kenny. Well, how's the supplement business? It's real good, man. Yeah. We're doing well. Um, I, don't, I don't really care. I was just trying to <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to make you talk anymore. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the whole point of this, no, no. actually. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> let's be people we're not yeah talking's good though no we're uh we're getting through getting through the hurdles like everybody else trying to keep the positive mindset of kenny my friend man looking at every every problem as a as an opportunity in disguise yeah and trying to keep that as our mantra especially in this day and age so we're gonna postpone that for a quick cheers and a um talk we're gonna talk about how this I, this one i think is really cool i want you guys to take a sip and i'm gonna talk about it a little bit Notice that you get a little cinnamon, a little crust in there. Like it's a whole flavor profile. It's pretty treat. I was expecting, like, don't get me wrong, like I, you know, like with these more craft beers, like I was expecting, yeah, it's gonna taste like blueberry, like whatever. But no, it's like it is blueberry cobbler. It is not blueberry. It's it's not just blueberry. It is definitely yeah, you like you said, you get the crust, you get the sweetness that you get from Mm -hmm. from an actual cobbler, too. That's that's pretty spot on. Yeah, good sweetness, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of definitely get a little crust in there. So big fan. I like this one a lot. And to be honest, I like this one a lot. I think I like the tangerine more. So they're both very solid. Oh, so it's an it's a tangerine with teeth, not an orange with teeth. Yeah, it's tangerine. That's my bad. So we've got, let me tell the actual names. This one is Betty's, a blueberry cobbler. And that one is tangerine mafioso. Yeah. So that's Creams, the thing. Creamsicle sour. Creamsicle. So if you turn it around, he's actually like a little mafia guy with the tangerine. Uh, okay, yeah. It's pretty cool. So um, delicious, by the way. So again, shout out to Seth. Um, thanks for just always being one of the coolest guys we know. So uh, really appreciate this. And we will enjoy these um, on the podcast while we're going. So, appreciate you, Seth. So Kenny, let me ask you. Let's kind of get this going. What? So again, like we, we were just talking about, Kenny has his Anytime Fitness. You're a full-time trainer still, correct? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know, man. What am I? Yeah, I don't think you got to give us a little more a, here, we, Ken. We should like educate people tonight. Is that what we're doing? We um. What is this? I, I don't think we have any goals. What, what did I sign up for? I don't know. <laughs> we uh, you know, we're just gonna talk. We're just gonna. It's just gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am a trainer. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I tell people what to do, and I count their reps. That's good. That's a lucrative business. It yeah, can be. I mean, cool. You know, yeah. So you've got that. You've got. Anytime Fitness, a.k.a. Kenny Time Fitness, like Kenny we, time. we like to call it, which is on 122nd in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lisa Beautiful. and I are there all the time. Yeah, it's a great gym. I've, I've worked out there a half a billion times, so it's <laughs> good. It's the best. Not not to, you know, talk bad about it. There's a lot of great Anytime Fitnesses in the yeah. in the city, but I think yours is the best, man. As far as equipment goes, solid. dude, you don't usually find that at any time. Yeah, you do actually have a very nice show. That's going to make me emotional. That's good. We want <laughs> our goal is to make you cry. It's yeah, either going to yeah, be you or abuse. Ryan who cries first, but Ryan's not on the camera, so he can hide it. So um, he does well with it. So you've got that. You've got training. You've got Kenny time. And then, um, you know, obviously we've been friends for a long time. We've all been friends for a long time. But, um, you know, what was it about coffee specifically? I know you're a coffee lover, so I imagine mm-hmm. that played a part. But give me a little bit of like – what made you take the leap? Because something we talk about on this podcast a lot, and I think that you're a great example of, is somebody who's willing to dive into things. And like you, you <laughs> dove into that like wow. pretty, pretty, uh, pretty head first. Wow. Yeah. So take it away, Kenny. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, what? 
Ask me a question. Why coffee? Why, why coffee? Why coffee jerks? Which is you know, honestly... <sighs> so I had this buddy, mm-hmm. Chaz. I don't know. How many million viewers you guys get? Uh, a couple. Yeah. He yeah. might see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we played basketball. We went to high school together. He was older than me. He played basketball. He was a really solid basketball player. Yeah. Went to college. Um, but me and him connected. He was two years older than me in school. But we connected just because our brains kind of worked the same, mm-hmm. which is weird because mm-hmm. there was nothing in common. <laughs> Zero. I mean, he had like a full beard at the age of 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Well, and um, no, we, we reconnected. He had bought some franchises here in the city while he was working in, um, I think he was in med sales or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'd meet for coffee. And literally, we would just try to figure out because we want to do something together. Yeah. He yeah. bought franchises of what? He had a window cleaning business. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and then he did a one of those like I don't know, like fit for you, fitness you, mm-hmm. like little studio things. Nice. Oh yeah. I don't even th- I don't even know if they're still around. Anyway, he he did those, and uh, then he ended up selling and moving. That's the reason me and him never actually did coffee together because that was the original guy, which is kind of crazy mm-hmm. to think about. Yeah. And we were sitting there thinking, about, what the heck are we gonna do? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, I was like, like twenty years old. I yeah. Know, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Yeah. Seriously, I still don't. Yeah, you know, no, none of us do. Yeah, we just like so when you say why, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I mean, really, I don't know why. Uh, going my own way appealed to me. I still don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I know I don't like to listen to people. Yeah, that, mm. well, you've definitely got you know a couple of things there where you definitely have been you know in charge of your you know in yourself and like your own mm-hmm. future, of course, but yeah. um. But I mean, shout out to Coffee Jerks first and foremost. Um, it is honestly a very, very good coffee shop. It's yeah, a phenomenal sure. place. You guys, all the menu's always great. The food's great. Atmosphere's always good. I like all three of them. Um, big fan of all of them. So um, Coffee Jerks yeah. is le- yeah. is legitimately uh, is is where I learned to actually appreciate coffee because yeah. I know when you first opened up, I was like had been drinking coffee for like two or three years and went you know when you guys opened up, I went to go support and you know get a cup of coffee and. You know, we started you. You know, going there regularly because it's like, man, if we're gonna get coffee from any, anywhere, let's let's go get it from our friend. And who's that? <laughs> you guys have one friend. <laughs> let's go get yeah. coffee for. Well, him. actually, yeah. Mate, yeah, an acquaintance, I guess. Yeah, so. we have one friend in the coffee business. Yeah, dude. But um, it wasn't until I went back uh, to St. Louis to visit my family and um, my sister i was riding around with my sister and she stopped to get starbucks and i got a cup of starbucks when i was there because you know you guys don't have coffee jerks in st louis yet so and i was i just remembered like not to talk crap on starbucks but it was like man, this does not taste very good mm. compared to coffee jerks yeah. not to cast shade or anything but it was mm. like it's so and then that's where i really kind of to like find a difference between like you know free coffee from the bank and coffee jerks yeah. big mm. difference if you've never tried them together when, when was the first time you guys had coffee oh man i was probably young what was your experience tell us about it um i i don't think i liked it but i think i wanted to seem like i liked it i know i tried i think my first experience was like a coffee like like a mocha flavored ice mm. cream and i remember liking that mm. mine was like i i think i took my grandpa's cup of black coffee Oof. off the table and Oof. i was like eight or nine Oof. and i was like that was great <laughs> and they were like are you sure and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah what was what was your first experience oh i hated it <laughs> never had it <laughs> no, like, yeah. 
No, it was like, I don't honestly, what's good about it? Be honest. Man, I think it is something that like similar to, you know, like we drink, you know, we sip on whiskey and tequila a lot. And I think it is something that especially when you're looking at like black coffee or some of the more like can have it like bitter notes, but it also has some like more underlying flavors. And I think it is something that like, don't get me wrong. I had a, a, uh, what is it called? The caramel, caramel Creek. Oh yeah. Car- I had a caramel Creek today when I was at coffee jerks. Delicious. It's mm-hmm. not exactly a cup of coffee, but it was delicious. But it is, you know, I think once you kind of get to a point where you can kind of appreciate kind of the differences between them. Um, I remember when you were actually, you know, going out and checking or taste testing or trying like the different roasting roasts, roastuses, all the different uh coffees that you could potentially like have. And I remember you being like, no, this is like this is the best one. And I bet as you go through that process and you're, you know, you're side by side comparing coffee to coffee all the time, you start to notice the intricacies and the differences. Kind of like Kevin was talking about. Like he's like, you know, I was drinking coffee jerks and was gaining a, a taste for it that I really liked it. And then it was like, you know, you had something that you didn't like and you were like, oh, that's right. This can be very different from one to another it's not just you know instant Folgers or yeah. something like that mm. <laughs> it's i i think i like grew up thinking that coffee just had to have like a burnt taste to it mm. and i mm. think when i finally started drinking yours it, it didn't have that burnt taste and my understanding is a lot of places will like over roast their stuff to to keep a consistent uh flavor profile but the flavor profile from from your guys because i will drink nitro brew is is definitely my sweet spot but uh even just like black coffee um i i really appreciate yours a lot and that's that's actually a go-to for me a lot um but the notes on it it's just it's like a good amount of like sweetness bitterness like doesn't have that that overly burnt like taste to it mm-hmm. that, that a lot of coffee has so even Alyssa was just talking uh the other day i heard her um she was talking that she'd gotten a free bag of coffee but was drinking you know the coffee jerks um before like the take wow. take home beans and she was like she was like you know, hey, it's free coffee and it's you know pretty good. But she's like, man, Kevin, can you pick up? Kevin, can you pick up some coffee jerks? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, and so she was like, you know, you get so used to drinking one, you get drinking the coffee jerks one or just one that you like in general, and then it's like you switch to something else, and you're like, oh, wait a second, this is not nearly as good. Well, you guys, you spent like quite a bit of time, and I, you even delayed opening to make sure that you picked the right right coffee beans, right, from the right yeah, restaurant. That's what I told people. <laughs> <laughs> just out in yourself yeah <laughs> nah, uh i don't even honestly i don't even i remember there was something to do with that mm. um you know like er, in business have you noticed that like an early onset of alzheimer's is is a thing <laughs> yeah yeah i think you just like, it's, gotten so much, it. it's gotten bad for me you get so much thrown at you it, well you have essentially three businesses so i can imagine that um, you're constantly, whether it's a client or something to do with, you know, an equipment at the gym breaking yeah. or, you know, <laughs> something happens, you know, at Coffee Jerks at one of the three locations. I'm sure that you have a constant thread of like, hey, Kenny, hey, Kenny, hey, Kenny, hey, Kenny, <laughs> that probably uh, takes up a good portion of your brain at this point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I make. I, this happens all the time and, and it's always it used to always be Alyssa and Trace but they, I'd be complaining about something like like why did we like who made this decision on like to do this and both of them are like you made this decision I'm like I don't remember making this decision yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even Could've remember talking me. about this it's gonna been me yeah <laughs> like yeah you did you can change it if you want to but 
we're gonna hate you for it. <laughs> That's funny. Forgetful though, huh? Have you? I mean, have you always had Alzheimer's, or is it just business yeah, induced? You know, most of my life. Yeah, I don't want to belittle a serious thing. They played college football, so I get it. Uh, Took a lot of shots. I mean, I was on the team. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what position? Well, you see, I went there. I was gonna, I was gonna be a outside linebacker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, nah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I want to be a punter. Yeah, nice. A, a natural progression for most people. No, seriously, this is, this is this is how crappy. No offense to my feet. My listen, everybody that plays football in college, you're special. Okay, everybody likes your stuff on Instagram. You're good. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But for crap football at that level, let's just be honest. There's no fan base. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we sometimes homecoming you get maybe fifty. Yeah. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm down there and like. I think I was, you know, you're fresh out of high school. You still think it's a big deal. And I was er- I was like the first player to show up to work out in the summer. Yeah. Still don't know why I did that. It was like a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> and it was me. And there was a couple other players, you know, like, this would be good for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fifth day I'm there, the guy, that what, Coach Hayda, he was our, I don't remember what he, he was offensive something. Mm-hmm. And he came to me and he was like, hey, you you kicking high school? Again, I was recruited at that summer, but I was like, yeah. He's like, you're the punter. <laughs> like, he's like our the guy we had just moved back to australia nobody's talked to him i was like that's great yeah <laughs> and a few days in like division two football in the heat where you're just getting to get blasted for 300 dollars a semester you know you're just getting hit by these massive men yeah like, there's like division one nfl players you're like still on these teams like, yeah oh that's, yeah that's a crazy thing talent's crazy but not me, <laughs> not me. and yeah, I, remember, I was going against uh these drills and kulu my big tongan brother Dude, he hit me, and at that moment, I think I went into a full concussion the rest of my life. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And I was like, I am done. I will punt for you, and that's all I'll do. For yeah. 300 bucks a semester. Really? Yeah. Did that was you, great. Did you play any outside linebacker? Like, any no. time on the field? No. No? No. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Probably good you didn't take any more hits after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe another hit would have knocked you out of the concussion, though. Maybe that's what you need. That's true. Mm, yeah. Like a reverse. Yeah, yeah, blood in, blood out, you know? Yeah. You don't know until you try it. Yeah. Thomas, you want to go? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stanley's the one staring you down. I think you, <laughs> if you're going to get one, it might be from him. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. What were we talking about football for? We're just asking about it. Yeah. yeah. What, um... So again, I Do you guess, play football? Uh, I know, not really. I played a little bit in high school, but like nothing crazy. I was very skinny in high school. Oh yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, I graduated like 170 pounds, so not much for me. Uh, I was also a, like a pretty timid guy back then, for sure. Um, just kind of, you know, as I got older, I, I definitely athletically peaked much later than. Um, Would you say you're peaked now? Uh, hey, maybe. Hey, I, uh, you know. Because you're like fighting now, right? Yeah, jujitsu stuff. So, um, you, Stanley is taking a liking to you. <laughs> it's happening. Stanley gets a little humpy sometimes. <laughs> I don't blame him though. Hey, Kenny's a handsome guy. Uh, but there it is. no, I uh, so I played lacrosse in college. So I played a little football, and then it kind of wasn't my, really my jam. And then after, um, did my, you just pick up lacrosse in college? 
a high school, junior high okay. school, I picked up lacrosse. And so um, played a couple years in high school. And then we had, so I grew up in Springfield, Missouri, and that's where Missouri State is. Missouri State has a, actually a very good lacrosse team. Um, we shared a practice field with them. So I knew all the guys. I kind of like, we scrimmaged with them a lot, played with them a lot. And so um, it was a pretty easy transition for me to then just go high school straight to college to go play at Missouri State. Uh, and yeah, super fun. That was a that was a good time. But yeah, not much football, man. Yeah. Yeah. In retrospect, Sorry. I probably just didn't try very hard. Um, that could have helped. Mm. Yeah. I wish I wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I wish I would have found the weight room earlier. Yeah. I played I played um freshman through junior year and I just I grew taller but didn't didn't actually fill out and, until I found the weight room. I stopped playing football and found the weight room my senior year, which was like one big mistake. So mm -hmm. it was like I gained 20 pounds and a lot of strength. I was like, man, that'd probably be a lot better at football. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out that'd be a lot better with this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but no, I, um, I'm kind of similar thing though. Like I was, I graduated, um, high school, I believe I was 172 pounds when I graduated high school. Um, I walked into freshman lacrosse. So just like, uh, like, like beginning of the year too, you know, like fall, fall ball. Um, and they had a scale and it said it weighed 216 pounds and I was like, Whoa. that thing's broken. Turns out it wasn't. Wow. <laughs> I just filled out literally this summer after my senior year, I just put on like 40. 50 pounds and just kind of didn't didn't earn it that's for sure so that's crazy yeah right i would have been i would have been every like if i would have tried in football i would have been every like college football like recruiters dream <laughs> like you recruit this kid at like 170 pounds and you're like hey he's tall maybe he'll you know some d3 program like well, i'll fill out maybe, you know maybe he'll get we'll we'll recruit him at outside linebacker and then he comes in and you're like well you're playing tackle now brother so <laughs> So, but yeah, no, I, yeah, like 50 pounds over that year. You, uh, you started, um, training right out of, out of college, right? Like working out, um, training people, like training people, like working as a trainer. I've, I've never been a trainer. Stop Kenny. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> no, um, honestly, the, let's just be real. I was just like a, from the age of like 13, I was just like a little meathead. Yeah. Like, just a little douchebag, you know, <laughs> yeah. just walking around. You're yeah. working out like really, like regularly. Yeah, <laughs> at 13. Never, never got that from you, <laughs> dude. I was, I was pathetic, man. Yeah, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I hit that phase early. The problem is mm. when we, we hit that phase in our 20s. Mm. How so? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> no, enlighten us, Kenny. Yeah. Uh, that means you are him. I am him. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> No, like the when they don't get the douchebag phase early on. Ah, you get it late. They get it, you know. Like, ah, uh, the douchebag phase. Get yeah. It, yeah, you got it over with early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it out. Mm -hmm. got there it you go. Way. Good for you. Just yeah, kind of matured in it. Yeah. Preston's hitting his now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Preston being a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, we gave him too much praise last episode. Yeah, I am. I, no, he's still mad. He's still mad. <laughs> I'm gonna. We need to apologize for the previous episode. Um, Preston does not put his preferences into recommendations. He was. I was trying to. I wasn't even talking about him. I was just saying in general it's difficult. But he has given us a lot of. He's been he's been a little salty, but it's all right. This is gonna make him more mad. We did give him praise like the whole episode, and then the one clip we used was was us like talking shit on him. Yeah, <laughs> or using the story uh, from him. as an example. As an example. Yeah. 
You make an example of somebody one time on the internet for thousands of people to see, and they're upset about it. This the world we live in today. Am I right? Bunch of snowflakes. Just kidding, Preston. I love you. You are a douchebag, but that's all right. Um, yeah, actually, I think I'm probably overlooking looking your time at GNC though. Oh, it's you, all right. You guys want to get into that? Yeah, yeah. not going to hurt our feelings. Mm. Listen, my days at GNC were pretty. That could have been my peak. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Peak, just person, or are we still talking about douchebag? Like bag? I was peak douchebag. Ah, yeah. That's important. Yeah. You can sell more that way at GNC, though. Oh, I think. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, Dude, it's something I, they look for. <laughs> to this day, I don't even know what 90% of the supplements do. <laughs> <laughs> and I passed every course. Yeah. But you know what? You just sold, man. Yeah. My favorite cut, co- like we started, I started in Weatherford, obviously, because mm-hmm. I quit football. Thought I was going to join the military, worked at GNC. That's a typical rotation of events. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> pop in, you know, recruiters got me. I was like, four, like I remember this. Time I, out. I literally, out. like, I walked into the head coach's office. I said, "I, hey man, I'm done." I think that's literally what I said. And then I left. Like I didn't even sit down. I was like, "Hey man, I'm done." I don't even think he was listening to me, to be honest. I don't even know if he knew I quit. He's like, "Who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's the funniest thing it's ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's crying with me. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were you laughing at. You know, quit football. Thought I was going to join the military. Start working at GNC. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. That's a pretty, tradi- that's a pretty normal Let's go. pathway. That was Pete Douchebag, brother. That, you know that person. It's, <laughs> he's right there. There's probably 10 of them. Oh, Anyways, man. And they probably come in and ask for job applications right after they join the military. Yeah. Too. Or when they don't. Because I didn't. Because I, I was a little girl. That mm. was funny. I was like, I'm going to join the Marines. Yeah. You'd have made a good Marine. The guy had Ken. me pumped up, dude. Yeah. Mm. He was like, we won't pay for your tuition. Yeah. We'll pay for everything, man. And you're like, <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, for- I'll never, like, so I called my mom. Uh-huh. I was like, trying to, like, you know, because I knew if I told her, mm-hmm. hey, mom, I'm going to be a Marine. Mm-hmm. She, she's, I know her. She's a tough lady. Yeah. Well, not that tough. Yeah. Like, she, she goes the opposite route. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. she hits you with her disappointment. Mm-hmm. You ever seen those? You know the mom disappointment. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I call her. I'm like, hey, you know, cash. In my head, I was like, this is a perfectly normal thing for a 19 year old kid to call his mom in college and say, hey, there's gonna be a guy. He said, come by the house, and he needs my all my papers. I didn't even know what I needed. I yeah. needed like my pass, whatever. Yeah, birth certificate. Mom knows the papers. Mom, mom. And instantly she just started like bawling. Oh. and I was like, she knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was caught. Yeah. And so then I still was like, Mom, it's I'm gonna do this. So you know, I swear in on Friday. Like I was ready. This really? is like a this is like a Monday to a Friday. Like I never knew this. Yeah. Hey coach, I'm done. Military. Mm-hmm. That's how they I think they wait outside of practice. Oh, they know. <laughs> no, seriously, like I was like kind of it was like that moment, you know, you didn't you don't growing up in sports, you play sport. Yeah. Which I mean, which one did you play like all throughout your life? Uh, I played soccer a lot. And okay. then, uh, did you ever think of that day you'll never play again? No, especially lacrosse. That was an interesting one. I definitely didn't. I never like envisioned my last game. Yeah, they're gonna prepare you for that. Yeah, they don't. It's not talked no. about a lot. Maybe it is them. now, but back then it wasn't. Like you don't even realize it in the moment, even if you know. Yeah. So like I'm coming out like I'm like depressed, dude. Oh yeah. I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do with my well, life. Well, it's one of those. If things- I can't punt the ball. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> My booby miles of Friday lights. <laughs> yes, right. It's all I got. Yeah. 
Oh man. So I'm like sitting there, I come out of the, you know, I got the, I remember it. And they're set up right in the library and where we ate. I don't know what that place is called. Mm. I don't even know what the library is. Though, either, yeah. Honest. That's good. Um, and there he, dude, he like caught me from like 200 yards out. He's like, yeah. It's like, I was caught. Like yeah. I knew you got sniped. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he was built like you. He's got the tats, you know, I, yeah. like, I want to look like that. Yeah. Still don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be him. <laughs> You know, but he got me at the mom, and so mom cries, hmm. and somehow I don't even remember how it all. Well, I think I woke up and I was like, I don't want, I don't want. I, mean, I respect everything in the military, but yeah, like, I don't, don't want to do this. I'm just yeah. doing this for five thousand dollars in tuition, or so, 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 such a small amount of money. Yeah, something. But it'd been a good. It would have been a good career, maybe. Sure, you'd have figured so, it out. I probably would have died. Nah, so, you, but not like in war. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm not a hero guy. Yeah, I'm a guy that like dies in boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the honest truth. Forgot yeah. to t- turn the safety on the gun when yeah. at the gun range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Hmm. I've literally every injury I've ever occurred, everything that's ever happened to me is because I'm just stupid. Yeah. That's the honest truth. You own it though. I know you put up you had that video where you were tearing down the wall when you guys expanded the oh, yeah, gym. Flew. <laughs> you I were, flew. You were slinging the sledgehammer and it was a little heavier than I think you anticipated because like, that's like peak douchebag was trying to come out. Mm. And so I was trying to have, make like this cool video. I remember, dude, I was, what was that 2016? Oof. I was a baby. Glory days. Mm-hmm. And like I was single at the time. Yeah. Like I actually, I was, I, it was like I, that, that happened a day after I met my wife now. Wow. Mm. That was a special night. Yeah. You were trying to impress her. You know, yeah. Hey, baby, yeah. Was she there? Look at this. Probably not. No, no. She was. But so you knew this we literally, video. We literally just met the night before. Mm-hmm. We talked for a while. Yeah. A lot of pent up That's testosterone. I don't want to. I signed some NDAs because of that story. So oh, <laughs> wow! No, literally. So like twenty four. That's crazy that it happened. But, but like, uh, yeah, I was like trying to get an epic. I thought I was going to tear the whole thing down with one. <laughs> and that's probably what makes it. And honestly, that moment in my life is when I was like, "Screw it, bud!" Like, you're not that sweet. Anything. Just. Yeah. Just own the mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you put. Po- yeah, you you had that video. <laughs> didn't turn out the way you anticipated, but you posted it. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was actually like three weeks after my my bodybuilding career ended. <sighs> they didn't prepare me for that. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time you. Why don't on Why stage, don't we prepare people know? for the end? You know, it's funny you say that because I did a little coaching in lacrosse, and that was um, we uh, last game had a bunch of seniors and. I was I was coaching high school across and uh, and I was kind of in charge of giving the pregame speeches and stuff and I was kind of like guys for like you know the majority of you like we only had one kid or two kids going to play college and I was like the majority of you this might be the last time you ever really like pick that stick up you know like I know that seems minuscule and the season's almost over the season is over essentially after today and it's like you know in your mind you're probably ready to put this down you're ready for the season to be over you're kind of tore up you're kind of worn out and you're like yeah, yeah. but you know but then a couple months goes by and you you start to be like oh when's the next season coming the next season's not coming <laughs> and so you know gave this like big speech about you know guys this might be like legitimately the last time you throw a lacrosse ball, um, you know, unless you guys just decide to go to the park and play catch or something or like join a men's league or, you know, if you're wherever you are, even has that. And yeah, we went and uh, yeah, it was a really good speech. And um, yeah, we lost uh, 20 to three. So <laughs> do you like remember your last play? Uh, I remember probably not my last one. No, did I remind mm. not in college? Man, you kicked the shit out of that ball. <laughs> you know what? I think this is a true story, and I can find the tape to show you someday. Maybe I don't know. I'll do mm. some digging. Mm-hmm. 
we were playing Henderson State. I believe that's what they're called mm-hmm. up in Arkansas. I had a punt, you know, beautiful punt. Mm. Was you know when you have the number one punt returner in the country, you're supposed to punt it right to him. Yeah, you that's know that? what they mm-hmm. say. But it was beautiful, man. It was like spot. I like I like to watch it. I was like, wow. <laughs> I look at my coach and I can see it. they're like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just started. I know what was about to happen. So this guy and this guy, he went very big. He was like quick, mm. was fast. Anyways. Somehow I got lucky enough to be in the same line of force as him. Yeah. But he was already out of bounds. He was already running out of bounds. Wow, good. So I got a personal foul as a punter. And then I got up and I did a cutthroat. <laughs> and that's not a lie. Nice. And literally, like, that was like my only good meeting I ever had with my coach after the game. He was like, You know what you did? I'm like, yeah, he's like, Good job. <laughs> hey. Hey, man. I think that's the only word. I seriously think that's the only conversation I ever had with my head coach in college. Is that not crazy? That because is... he didn't respond when I quit. Yeah. Huh. But at least it was, good job, boy. Yeah. Hey, you worth know, it. I get it. That's uh, that's quite it. I would like that film. Yeah. Could you? We can find it. Yeah. Go ahead mm-hmm. and we'll get it posted. I mean, I got it on my phone. Fu- yeah. <laughs> it's actually, you know how they have live backgrounds now? I've got it. It's set up right here. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you ready to crack open that other one? I've been staring it down for a minute. Yeah, well, pass it over. Kenny, you got to finish yours. Oh, chug it. Chug it, Kenny. You got a table to the left. sponsored by Uber? Do they take me home? Uh, no. Oh. We can. Uh, we got a guest room. Yeah, you can You can stay. Or you snuggle up with me. Oh. Oh. Maybe a little ha- trigger happy on the invitation there. Maybe I should wait a little bit longer to in the podcast to invite you, but it's out there now. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Lie. I like your neighborhood. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. You're just a little south. Of You're me, like right? in that part of the neighborhood. You guys might. What's? Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Apologize. No, I just broke a podcasting rule. What did you do? Well, I messed up y'all's hand signs. No, I was just. I had to snap at Kevin to get his class. I've been <laughs> snapping at people more. I'm not a big family snaps. Yeah. Me. Hey. Well, I was. I tapped on the table. I thought you. You did. He did. So, anyways, back to GNC. I think that's where I was headed. Mm-hmm. And then you were you working there because you actually made it like into like upper management there, right? Sorry, you need to give a. Sh- this is good. Mm-hmm. You need to give a shout out. Yeah, this is the um, the tangerine mafioso um, creamsicle sour, and this one I'm a big fan of. I like this one a lot. Big on orange stuff recently. Kind of reminds tangerine. me like a, a mimosa without the sweet, which I like. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of mimosas are too sweet. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about them? Uh, honestly, I haven't had a mimosa in a long time. Have you ever had alcohol with the supplements from your store? Oh, yeah. Kevin is yep. big on that. Kevin, whenever we get, Kevin will get a little drunk and it's super funny. He'll be like, because I bartended for a long time. So Kevin always, we'll be making drinks and it's always, I know when Kevin has gotten a couple in him because he'd be like, put some Define Pre in the next one. <laughs> well, I get a little tired and I'm like, <laughs> I you know, if, especially if we're outside, you put a little Define Pre, a little Define Hydrate in there and you know you mix it with some kind of liquor and it's like you feel like a new man new man juice i get it you've got new man juice yep there you go that's what we call it right we're working on our um we're, our, we're registering trademarks right now so um <laughs> throw that one on the list yeah actually i i ryan and i in the podcast a lot of times share a brain so uh ryan is writing down new man juice to be part of the title <laughs> 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 we got the yes from Ryan. Perfect. 
Attaboy, Ryan. Way to stay on top of it. <laughs> You're welcome. For that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I get, I understand why. It's just, it humors me whenever it's happening. Last one, he wants me to break up on a couple of capsules of Define Sleep so you can get good rest. And then right. uh, he's well, going to cap. Well, nightcap. Yeah. yeah. Give me a little whiskey and sleep. <laughs> Doesn't taste great. Yeah, no. And I uh, get a lot of funny looks as I'm cracking pills open into your, <laughs> your <laughs> It's not funny. Do that when like and like like make sure I'm not looking. And, like, <laughs> but somebody else is and like serve it. To yeah, that's good. That's that's not funny. <laughs> that's yeah. Let's strike that from me. <laughs> So yeah. Kenny, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm still here. Yeah, <laughs> one of my f- we're talking about. GS. You guys probably don't get it as much. Do you guys sell the? Um, I'm thinking of times in the store. Do you? Did you guys? Do you guys sell the drinks you drink before you take a piss test to decode it? The little flush drinks. We we've got some have, detox. We've had some, before. but do you get the guys? Not the you guys same, get not the big, like the yeah. one you're talking. That about, was though. probably the best one of the best things about live or best worst thing. About living in Weatherford and working at a general nutrition in Weatherford. Mm-hmm. It's because a lot of people have to take piss tests for reasons, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in Western Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, no, no. I mean, that's where I'm from. Respect. Yeah. But let's be honest. There's a lot of drugs out there. Mm. So people are trying to keep their own gas job, you know. Yeah. Well, I get it. Yeah. You know, we got to pay for the food. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. come in there. He's like, you know, on a Tuesday, they're yeah. gonna, they, those things were $120. You know what's hilarious is. Um, $120. So I've seen one of those to another one. Uh, and Kevin, you'll laugh at this and just any of our employees or people who know ingredients well. Um, the last time I like looked at one of those, somebody somebody I knew needed it and whatever, they went and picked it up. And I was like, let me look at the box. I'm just curious. It is uh, taurine, dandelion root, and a big empty bottle. And it says to fill the, like to take the pills and fill this up like three times and drink it. <laughs> Mostly yeah. the water doing the work. But. Literally, and just a little dandelion yeah. root to make you pee. And yeah. it's like, there you go. Yeah. Like, and they sell for like a they're like a hundred something bucks a lot. Because people are desperate in those times. Right? For so, real. Yeah. Charge whatever you want. I guess so. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny was, was out there slinging them left and dead. right. Yeah. They're 120 bucks a pop. Jeez. We sell make a commission on those? I, no, that was the bad thing. Uh, and it screwed your numbers because GNC's even still around. GNCs? Something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I thought they like went bankrupt during COVID, though. No, there's still a number of them. I think they were closing a lot of them around the country, but there's so many of them that it was like like a small fraction of them. Yeah. Corporate stores, what we've seen a lot, it seems like um, I've seen a decent amount of corporate stores close and then like locally owned ones, like the mm-hmm. franchises. Knocked them out. Keep staying. The, the franchises seem to be doing better. Mm-hmm. They say it was COVID, but I think it was triad. Hey man, your word's not mine. Yeah, you know, I think it's. uh, I I think that is an interesting topic, though. Is like, you know, we we do deal with a little bit of like, I think animosity at times from maybe like some other places. We've had a couple of instances of people like not saying the most like friendly things about us, Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because like we genuinely like don't even like even in meetings and stuff like that it's not like we talk about other people like we just try to like kind of do our own thing and it's like we're firm believers of like there's plenty of people around there's plenty of people and it's like we have no problem with like anybody really you know but um you know, i wish more people felt that way because a lot of them surely do not <laughs> <laughs> That's, no that was something that was early on i think we realized like early on in business you know we're kind of getting used to oklahoma city and the demographics and everybody yeah. and 
just getting to know the competition. And we definitely had to like make some tweaks, like we've talked about before, of you know, catering to people of OKC as opposed to people of like Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we were doing was just kind of like keeping an eye on competition. And I think we definitely kind of started a trend, or at least myself personally, started a trend towards a direction of trying to keep up with them and do what they were doing better. And we were not making any improvements, not seeing any like yeah. progress. And when we finally were just like, you know what, like, why, why are we trying to be them? Yeah. We know what we want to do. We had a vision right off the bat. Why not just do the best that we can do with that goal? Yeah. And as soon as we made that mindset transition, we started seeing like almost instant progress. Yeah. So. Well, and then I think too, you see a couple of the places that like we honestly had like a very cordial relationship with. I mean, like we have, like, still, still to this day, like we have a cordial relationship with like a number of supplement stores around. We do. Um, I mean, like we have a good, I don't know, we don't need to name names, I guess, but it's like even like Gary at ASN, like that, he was our main competitor whenever, you know, like you guys first moved here and opened up. And even yeah. when I came down here, it was like that was a big thing. And now it's like Gary's still a friend. And somebody yep. actually recommends try it now that asn isn't you know something that he's pursuing anymore and yeah then we had austin over at what was it edmund, edmund sports, sports nutrition, nutrition. yeah and austin's he, awesome dude. yeah austin yeah. shops with us still regularly and yeah. it's like we still have like good relationships with a lot so it is it is really interesting to see how some people and i'll say this much i understand to an extent like some people are motivated by an enemy they have to have that enemy yeah. in order to like get themselves going where like i'm glad we're not personally that way like i don't think that anybody that we've ever had has ever like gone down that route too much like we've always just been like uh build our tower the tall as we can and like not worry about anybody else and if people choose us they choose us and we just try to win by being the best business that we can be uh and the same kind of thing for you guys it's not like coffee jerks is like making ads you know i'll say it this way like i remember because the the advertisement that they made worked so opposite against me i want to say it was kind bars made an advertisement where 90% of the kind bar advertisement was talking about cliff bars and they were like saying how much better they were than cliff bars and how cliff bar has this and cliff bar has that to the point of literally even having a picture of a cliff bar, like on the advertisement and then being like, this is why you want kind bar over cliff bar. And I remember being like, you're all you did was talk about like somebody else the entire time. Why are we even talking about cliff bars? Talk about kind bars. And I remember seeing that and being like, I want a cliff bar more than I want a kind bar right mm. now. Because that is like that has the opposite effect of me on me. Like if you're talking about your competition to the point of actually producing a, a shooting editing doing this whole thing and nationally televising an ad where the whole purpose of it is to say that you're better than your competition as soon as you have to tell me you're better than somebody else like i know you're not because the people who are the best just don't worry about anybody else they don't even have to what is it like i know you tell the story or you have talked about it before and i'll let you it's like um wasn't it apple i think you talked about it with like zunes and stuff like that there's a period of time i think i noticed that it was i think it was an iphones were really really starting to take off of like that's the phone that almost everybody's using and all these are the phones are running ads about how they're better than the iphone and that's what everybody else was doing except iphone iphone was just like look at this here's here we are here's what we got here's what we got it's cool right yeah, ex- yeah, well, and I remember they even, I think they were talking about it on Joe Rogan one time recently that I was listening to. Who? Where it was like, uh, yeah. Who's that? Uh, our main competitor. We oh, don't okay. talk about him a lot. Um, but it, uh, they, they were talking about um, somebody said something to like, an, I don't know if it was Steve Jobs or somebody just big at Apple or whatever at the time and was like, oh, like, have you seen the Zoom? Like, and they were like, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. You know, like a lot of cool stuff on it. And they were like, well, don't you think it's the, you know, it's the iPod killer. And they're like, 
you know, <laughs> maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know. Yeah. And it was like one of those things where it was like Zune's whole marketing at that time was like saying that it was better than an iPod. And then like was Apple, no, obviously not. And then is Apple it still was around. <laughs> it's sure not. Maybe that. Was, maybe they did that on purpose. Right. Maybe the people at the top wanted the company to fail because they were out of so they lost so much money. That's right. You gotta think about those things. Man. Just like when I, when I think about the mm. Cliff Kind Bar. Yeah. How do we know they don't own each other? Good point. Do we know that? Nestle probably owns both of them. Yeah. Ryan, can you pull that up? Get it on the screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, that'd be great. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. But the the point it was was like. Um, like apple just being like oh like i'm sure they're great yeah like i'm sure it's i'm sure it's an awesome thing like okay and then they're just like shit like that just that is such like at least for me like that that carries so much more than like anything else what or like you'll see it at sporting events sometimes too it'll be like um yankees will be playing like the blue jays and they're like oh they'll pan to the crowd and be like f the red Sox," and you're like They're not even here, guys. Are you confused? Like, this is not even the game that we're talking about, you know. And so, like that, always just like is a weird thing to me. Where it's like if you if you're so obsessed with talking about your competitor or somebody like you know, and that's I guess maybe even more a rival that makes a little bit more sense. But if you're just talking about like a competitor, even when like you don't have to be, then it's like ah, your focus is in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. You're constantly you're expending energy to try to knock them down when it's like you could just be expending energy to be better. And if it's like I promise you for the vast majority of people or at least the people that i know and like how i view things is like if you take the time to be better you're gonna you're gonna win me over a lot quicker i've not eaten a kind bar since then wow i don't know if i ate one before but yeah (laughs) i've eaten a lot of cliff bars though (laughs) kind of one of those like schmear campaigns uh, our smear campaigns i guess there's not a schmear schmear i'm on a bagel now yeah (laughs) Uh, you know those bagel ads. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I just came up with an advertisement for uh, um, a bagel commercial. Oh. Yep, schmear campaign. Yeah, a fake schmear, schmear campaign. Yeah, yeah. Bagels are good though. I'm a Bro. massive bagel. Where do you get fan. a bagel at? Man, I am a shout out to old school bagel. Solid. Oh, Oklahoma City. Um, Old school bagel is my absolute go-to. Their I sandwiches are phenomenal. Their bagels in general. Will, one of our employees, he is a big bagel, big bagel guy. And um, he he at this point, we got old school for breakfast or something one time. And uh, he goes and buys like two dozen bagels like every Monday or something like Dude, that. Dude, our employees are weird though. They will literally just eat plain bagels. Like they've got like bagel sandwiches, mm. cream cheese makes the bagel in the mm. first place. Yeah. Like, yeah, but they're just eating plain bagels mm. all the time. Cream it's cheese. Mm-hmm. There's nothing cream cheese isn't good on. Amen. Mm. Amen. Yep. 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 I've yep. been making a lot of cream cheese sandwiches recently. Do you take like a little turkey, little oh, little cream. avocado spread, some cream cheese on there? Speaking of that, just remind, have you ever had the old smoky at um served at Old School Bagel? I th- think so it's a phenomenal no, sandwich that one is solid. I've it is that. a it's an everything bagel um piled high with turkey and then uh and then chive and onion but i'm sure you can yep. get whatever you want i've had um, that. cream cheese oh, so i had one the other day the way it is so perfect. phenomenal that's great yeah no old school bagels i mean yeah it's so easy and they load it up back too there. i'm seeing back it's so easy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like it's so good though yeah, you don't I think get it. it's the art i think more than anything no, it's, it's yeah, their so, ability to yeah. make a good bagel and then they're like we could put 
That's a big bagel. You can do whatever you want with it at that point. We can put whatever we want in this, and it'll be good because the bagels. No, that's true. Yep. No, he's 100%. I think it's the same thing like with the coffee jerks coffee. You yeah. know, like the coffee all the time. Yeah. So like, wait, the can we make this taste better, please? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be the first guest I'm going to tell to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, uh, you know, it is good coffee, so it's just good in everything. You know, whenever you use it for like different things, it's just it's good in everything. You know, the espresso's good. The coffee's good. So it's like when you make it into whatever, you know, the syrups aren't making the coffee. The coffee's making the syrups, and that's making the drink. Wow. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Honestly. Good coffee's the base of it. Maybe that's man. my slogan. Amen. Ooh. It's not about the syrups. It's about the about the beans. It's baby. about the man making the coffee. That's right. It's the artist. Is it art? It's the artist in his beans. It is. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't do latte art. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried? Do you even know what that is? I do yeah. know what it is. I've I don't think I've ever tried. I've I've can, seen it happen though. Can anyone at Coffee Jerks make latte art? I'm sure. No, it's like a requirement. You can't. Mm. Oh. That's that's part of being being <laughs> yeah. a jerk, no. right? Yeah. There, there's some people that are actually really good at it. I'm sure. But yeah. it's like, what's the point of it if you're putting a hot a lid on it? Yeah. yeah. That so. is an interesting... I think it's more for them to just have a little fun, maybe. Yeah. Wasting time on the clock? Yeah, right. <laughs> Not in Kenny Wilder's world. <laughs> Runs a tight ship. That's right. Hey, I will say, I was at the uh, Coffee Jerks in Yukon today. Um, there were two ladies working there, uh, two young ladies, and they were delightful. They were very nice. Um, they uh, they took good care of me, made good coffee. Oh, I, yeah. I I sat in the uh, good chairs, by the way, at the Yukon. Which ones you sit in? Uh, I sat in the big yellow ones. Oh yeah, yeah, those are nice, man. Those you got those little circle tables. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a faux pas to do it, but your boy kicked his feet up on those. Mm-hmm. Laptop in the lap was working. Did you get on that artificial stuff? grass on your feet. I mm-hmm. tell you, I should have pulled my shoes and socks Why off and just like. Um, I, I know the toes. owner, you know. <laughs> Don't worry, I know. I know. The I know, Mister Jerk. <laughs> yeah, I know the jerk himself. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for sure. Hey, can you post that on Google right now, guys? You yeah. know, I I've left a coffee jerk review. Yeah, can you create a different profile? On me, <laughs> hey, man, people do it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, I think we need to create an app for customers. Yeah, but the business owners make a rating on the customer. Yeah. Oh. That's the I love that idea. You know, if I was because Kevin's it is, salty. I mean, here's a here's what I learned: like ads and business, it matters. It does. Sure, it does. But like, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I saw what happened with you guys, and it's terrible. Yeah. And once you get through it, though, you're going to realize it was probably one of the better things that ever happened to you because mm. you get, you're going to get a sincere because you guys have a strong following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's something I, I mean, I've always told Kevin. Like, they did it right. I know it was tough in the beginning, especially mm. with you and Vincent and Chad and. I mean, I didn't even know who you were, really. So yeah. you were the guy with tattoos. Who's this guy? You know, I grew up Baptist. You didn't even get tattoos, man. Uh-huh. I, I showed up to Valid Worldview. They accepted me, Bill. Yeah. Well, that's where we met. Mm-hmm. Wow. Chat of Valid Worldview. Were you like two... How much did you weigh then? Uh, probably 240, 250. Oh. I just remember you were just a big, wide man. Big, wide man. Big, sexy. Mm. Oh, stop. Stop. Did you have a girlfriend at the time? I don't uh, mean to get into that, but I did, we yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. going to go over well. That's great. <laughs> you dated a girl? Yeah. No, I did not. Laurel, I've never had another woman in my... I've never, I've even, never even looked at him. Never seen another woman. Beautiful. Yeah. I was born. I said, no, mom. <laughs> Can't look at you. Never. Not once. That's good. Yeah. I don't remember where we're headed there. Um, what I was going to say, it's a really interesting thing. You were talking about advertisement. You were talking about the reviews and it being the best thing. That oh, yes, yes, yes. Which has been, honestly, so, you know, Kevin Kevin made a post. And, and the post was very heartfelt. And it wasn't about, you know, 
getting a positive review written about us afterwards. It was just kind of explaining, and I know I'm talking for you here, but like it was just kind of explaining like, hey, this is some of the hardships that we deal with. Like sometimes mm-hmm. like a secondhand conversation made somebody upset and like look at the damage somebody can do. Mm-hmm. But it was like um And that's it, something that we've always been conscious of too. You know, it's always like kind of the thing that so sits on the back of your mind of like, man, one person could could really like get on there and just write a ton of reviews and and really like tank our rating and that's kind of what happened yeah and it's you're always worried about it and, and like you know even in a situation because you know anyone that that owns a business or has worked in customer service there's certain people it's like i there's just i just cannot figure out how to make you happy i'm doing my yeah. absolute best and it's just i don't i don't know what to do here yeah well and think of all the um all the comments that we saw because it had a very good response, not yep. just like on reviews. We got a ton of positive review people who had like been longtime customers who had never actually written a review for us, decided to take the time to go and do that. And a lot of really heartfelt messages, which was really cool because it was like, you know, it wasn't just like a, you know, people were writing true stories and talking about their experiences. They were genuine reviews. And it, it was honestly like I was laying in bed and I was just reading through all of them. And I was like, man, it almost got me a little emotional, like reading through all of these after a situation like that of just like how many people have had positive experiences being in a triad. Yeah. And it's such a cool thing. Um, That's why I said, I, like, it's already been probably a more positive thing than you think. Yeah. Those guys, those people don't write those reviews. Yeah. If mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. And yeah. I don't suck. Dude, trust me, we've gotten ridiculous reviews, not to that extent, but. Um, what I've seen is in business because some businesses deserve that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what, the reason for the even if it doesn't happen. If, if a store isn't doesn't have a solid base behind it before that happens, that could take it. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that shows you the success that you guys have drawn to your. To yeah. where you're doing. I was just telling someone that earlier today that if that would have happened, you know, six months into us being in a business, you know, it's just obviously an unfortunate kind of just a freak accident kind of deal. It's a bullet at that point. Yeah, it's we don't have anybody that actually knows us, Stanley. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be right on camera too. <laughs> Stanley, this isn't one of your nasty films. Get out of here. <laughs> We don't make that kind of Stanley. content, Stanley. <laughs> yeah, if if you're just listening on Spotify now, here's a reason to tune into YouTube. And watch. Yeah, to watch Kenny get hurt by Stanley. <laughs> Only the most handsome guests. That's right. Um, <laughs> just give me the look. Like, I'm gonna hump you in a second. <laughs> Watching you. <laughs> Discipline your dog. Hmm. You're going to pull him over? I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) He's humped me plenty of times. But yeah, if we, if we would have gotten that, um, you know, in our first six months where people didn't actually know what our customer service really looked like or what Mm -hmm. the, what being in the store was actually like, you know, people would have, would have taken that review or the multiple reviews more seriously. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and look at all the comments that we had from people who own businesses as well, or comments yeah. that you had, I should say, of people who were like, oh yeah, we got a negative review from somebody who's never been in. Yeah. They've never, like um, Jordan over at True Grit wrote one of those. He's the one that like kind of 
stuck out to me as at least one that I remember, but I know there was multiple, but like Jordan was like, Oh yeah. Like we got a negative review on true grit by somebody who has never stepped foot in a true grit. It's just like, what? It's just not even fair. You should not, you shouldn't be allowed to give any kind of review if you have never been in there. You remember the, uh, it's South park episode where like the, they'd go to a restaurant and they'd be like, um, I'm a, I think it was South park. Maybe I'm making that up. Some, something where it was like, uh, I'm a Yelp. I'm a food critic for Yelp. And they're like, I'll leave a bad review. <laughs> Dude, I had a, um, this was actually a, I'll give credit to Trey Cooper. He had the idea of just getting um, uh, a polo made with the Yelp logo on it and just going into restaurants to get free food. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Nah. That's great. Then we could do it. <laughs> we could Have quit. you, um, so uh, bad reviews for coffee jerks. I'm, I'm sure there's, there's not many. But yeah, normally they're right. <laughs> yeah. it's all right no it, it's honestly when i first when i first opened a business like or open bought in bought into the gym and we got like a bad review it was so stupid mm. but there was some truth in it you know huh. and i'm not saying this for y'all since this is i don't think there's anything truth in what you but i always so i took it as an experience for me because if I would have not had that experience going into coffee jerks, because uh, coffee, the honest truth is like coffee jerks has a more of my soul in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas what I do, I have more of my passion and they're both passionate, but I would have taken it much deeper and just been a little girl about it. No offense to all the girls. Me, but. <clears throat> no, that's, but that's like a legitimate thing. Like yeah. even, you know, we've talked about it a little bit before, but this was like the bad review situation was something that um, we had to take, like no offense, Kevin, but we had to take away from Kevin of just being like, we you got to be hands off oh you know I, what I, mean? I was a little baby about it yeah. so well and of course but that's the thing is it's like again this is the analogy i always use someone kicked your kid on the playground like this is not like this somebody somebody you know somebody hurt your child somebody did something against something that you hold and cherish just as bigger than anything i'm sure in your life at least for the most part but it's like like somebody attacked something that you have poured everything you have into it's like of course you're going to be emotional about it how mm-hmm. can you not be and that's when it was like you know a situation with kevin like in that where it's like and you talk about at least having an experience where you kind of handle it a little bit better but it's like it's like oh nope like because because you would kill this person <laughs> like yeah. you'd burn their house down so like you can't be the one to respond let somebody else respond yeah it's true it's an interesting thing man it's tough it gets touchy I've heard, uh, I know I've talked to you a number of times, but um, I mean, it sounds like you guys have, have, obviously we've been supporters and I think you guys have done great. Um, So to be honest, I haven't noticed a whole, uh, like a ton of differences, but it sounds like from your perspective and from your end that coffee jerks have made some big strides or just at least been more manageable with your, with your brother-in-law kind of stepping in um, somewhat recently. Now is he, is, cause he was in charge, he was managing the Deer Creek location for a bit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is he doing all of them now? I kind of feel like I'm on a sports talk show. And we're talking about one of my players. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good kid. He's, uh, you, you know, know he's, he's from Amber Pocassi. Yeah. He's about, he six. comes in about, oh, he's five, nine, <laughs> buck 52. Yeah. But athlete, raw. We're raw. all athlete. Mm. Fills out pads, Greg. Yeah. He's shifty. <laughs> I never forget when coach said that to me. I was like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> now that I look back at it, I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I bet you Weirdo. do fill pads out good, though. Where'd you coach Penn State? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God, that was terrible. That was horrible. Did I just break a rule? I apologize. No, no you got... You, I mean, I just thought the Penn State joke was it was okay still. But nah. No, you're... <laughs> 
I, mean, no, I, didn't, I didn't bring up Duke lacrosse when he. Yeah, hey, you, you're hitting their funny bone. That's. <laughs> we'll try not to like belt like belch out laughing yeah, at the microphone. Was, I think. So I, was, I mean, we don't talk details. That story's nuts, man. Yeah. And so then I'm looking back. I'm like, wait a second. Where are you coaches at? Second. Where'd you go, boy? I mean, anytime they call you boy. Mm. <laughs> think you guys about have, it. Did you guys have group showers? Yeah. Why do, now I look back at that. I'm like, what, what was the purpose here? Like, is there a bigger scheme at the top of football? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how our brains Big work football. now? And, you know, yeah. everything, everything, everything's bigger than it is. And so mm. it's like, huh? What? <laughs> yeah, you, we didn't know we were going there. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> but I mean, like who invented football? Who mm. invented it? Was he a pedophile? Ooh. <laughs> You don't know. That's a good point. We don't Nobody know. knows. We just follow the line and we play football. <laughs> That's right. But you know what? I'm going to, my coaches were solid. I hope, yeah. you know, yeah. crush good intentions. Yeah. But all those coaches out there that weren't. Mm-hmm. Room, mean, room to take advantage. Yeah. We let this, this was not a big enough event in America. Like they didn't make this a big enough a deal. Yeah. We need to do some investigations. Mm-hmm. Group showers. That's just setting yourself. That is a really strange Come thing. Come on, man. Now. You know, do you remember a group shower situation like that where you ever play on a sports team when you had a group shower? We did not. No, mm. I didn't play. You guys both played in college. So I, I didn't. I didn't play in college. You yeah. know what makes no sense to me is there was like 20 shower heads and one crapper. <laughs> you poop in the shower. What's the point there? Mm-hmm. You got all these football, but you know, before the game, you got to go. Yeah. yeah. We we're all waiting. waiting line, line. But like yeah. as soon as like little kids get naked, it was like they just open the doors. <laughs> I mean, it's just the honest truth. I know it's weird, but Penn State really revealed like maybe there was something deeper in football. Yeah, Anyways, no, that's we, true. This is good. Well, that was a bad this last is... sentence, but no, this is good. This is <laughs> Ryan listens to these. Listen, if you can... say anything that it's that's yeah. not great, we can. Nah, it's we're... all right. Yeah. Ryan's in on it. He's feeling good. Yeah, yeah. he's like, this <laughs> is good content. Yeah, we might use this. Did you play football? Did you play football? No, nah, I was see, in golf. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I wish I would have played. Yeah, I wish. I do wish I would have played golf in high school. It's. I wasn't good enough in high school to play golf in high school. That's my me problem. neither. Really, but I feel like you get to play a lot. Then it probably helped. After high school, I started working at a golf course, mm, and that's, that's where, that where you really I happen- started actually. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like everybody has to kind of go through a golf phase like that, where they just like play a ton in order to get halfway decent. Like yeah. I, I before I moved down here, I had that like six month stint where I was playing almost every day, just because I had the country club membership. That was your quarter life crisis. My quarter life. Have you gone over my quarter life crisis? I was a bit, I was gonna move to Oklahoma City. I knew that was coming, and I was like, I'd, I'd quit my big boy jobs that I had, and I was like, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to bartend at night. Okay. Easy money. No biggie. It was a sports bar. I'm just pouring beers. And then there was a country club in town that had a, I knew it was moving in six months and they had a deal on their membership that the first six months of the country club membership, was only 50 bucks a month. It was like an entry thing. They were trying to get people to sign up and they were like, but it said, you know, I read all the details and it's like, but if you move more than a hundred miles away, you can cancel it for free. You don't have to pay anything like additional to cancel it. And so I, you know, I'm like, I go there and I'm like, hey, like, I'd like to sign up. But like, like just so you guys know, in six months, I, I'm moving to Oklahoma. Like, this is definitely this is 400 miles away. This is easy. And the kid working there is like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> come on. All right. And I'm like, so it'll only be 50 bucks a month for me to do this. And it's like, you know, range balls are free. Carts are free. Yeah, like, awesome. plane was free. Like, you know, it's all included. And I'm like, so 50 bucks a month. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, in six months when I move. 
I'm not going to get some crazy bill or anything. And he's like, no. He's like, you just got to give us the documentation that you're moving more than 100 miles away and you'll get to cancel it. And I was like, you betcha your ass I'm going to do this. So, oh, you betcha. Yeah. Oh, you'll betcha. <laughs> so for six months, I literally like golfed every morning and bartended every night. And that's pretty much that's pretty much all I did. And uh, it, it's, you know, in that six months, the guy legitimately probably got 120 rounds in. <clears throat> and you know just playing that frequently this is what i tell people all the time because anybody who plays golf like will understand this anybody who plays like hobbyist i guess is a good way to put it i remember pulling up to the seventh tee one time and there was people putting people in the fairway people in the tee box and a person waiting and then me behind them so i was like this is going to be a little bit i just drove off the course <laughs> <laughs> I just drove off the course. You just like, went home? Yeah, just went home. I was like, I'll play tomorrow. And like, if for anybody who like has never had a country club membership and, you know, is paying 40, 50 bucks around, I remember it's the funniest thing in the world because like I love her to death. But it was, she just had never been associated with like playing golf. But like we, Laurel will ride in the car with us whenever we go because Alyssa plays, Kevin plays, I play. And then Laurel just likes to come and hang out, like get outside and stuff. So it's a great time. I love it. I love that she is willing to come along. Um, but the first time she came, she was like, oh, are we playing all 18? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a long time. Yeah. I was it's, like, a, it's a big commitment. And she it was like, well, it. what? I know some people like, I know sometimes you only play like less than that. She's like, but well, we're going to play all 18. And I'm like, oh yeah, we play them twice if we could. Like, yeah. yeah. We're going to play every single hole. But, but that was the thing is that's like how much, you know, not to brag, but like how much at the time I was getting to play was like. I pulled up to the seventh hole. It was busy. I just drove off the course, put my clubs in my car, and went home. Living the life. Dude, it, honestly, it's a good time. I, I really like that uh, every once in a while, because Laura's a lot of fun to hang out with, and she's a lot of fun to have in the, in the mm -hmm. golf cart hanging out. Every once in a while. I know what you're getting to. You'll have not, you'll have a less than, less than great shot. Of a bad shot. Will, and she will let out the biggest laugh. Yeah, she will just <laughs> belly laugh. Like I had a bad shot. She's like, <laughs> and I will look at her and I want to tee one up and hit it that way. She's never laughed at me, but I don't hit many bad shots. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think she was the first time she laughed. I probably snarled at her. <laughs> You're not happy. No, I was like, golf is hard enough. <laughs> I don't need you laughing at me. <laughs> you play often, Kenny? Hmm. I went through a golf phase. That was like post douchebag phase. Yeah. Mm. Was, Natural progression. Yeah. Yeah. Back on that. <laughs> yeah it was like yeah, football, go. military, GNC, golf. Yep. Yeah. Golf to look like you're rich, you know? Yeah. That's mm. why we do it. Yeah. I mean, I know there's other reasons, but if we really think about it, it's a very, it's a wealthy sport. It is. Yeah, it's it, expensive. Can be, yeah. And I couldn't afford it. Because I lost all my ball every time I lost all my balls. Oh yeah. Mm. That's uh, yeah, it's like a and like I got I got like spoiled because I get on country clubs, you know, mm -hmm. people that actually had money. Yeah. And then like when I realized the only course I could afford was like, no, I mean, they're great courses. Yeah. But that's why I realized I didn't like golf. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I didn't, I, 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 it was competitive, but you know, at a, at a nice country club, you, you're not rushed. Yeah. You can take your time. Yeah. It could take seven hours. It's know? an experience. When you go to Lake, mm -hmm. Lake Hefner. Is that what that one is? Yeah. It's like you, as soon as you tee off, the other one's sprinting up and they're teeing off right behind you. Yeah, that can It's a lot happen. of pressure. I'd say I only play the public courses. So that's what I'm kind of used to. Country clubs are, you, they've got more spread out tee times. Sometimes. 
Mm. At least the ones I went to. Yeah. The nice they, ones. They're they really nice. Yeah. Mm. The limited membership <laughs> capacity, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm sure that's the thing. Like, you got to think, like, people are paying for it no matter what. I think right? it was like five. I think it was like five minutes. Yeah. It was like the maximum they would go between two players. Yeah. Mm. But I could be wrong. Yeah. You probably are. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. They, uh, but it's one of those where, like, I feel like because it's a country club membership, like, they're, you're paying whether you play or not, right? And so they probably do have a little bit more limited tea time access. It's probably fine still, but it's like they probably have maybe a little bit more limited to make it. It also helped that I was um, a solo, and so they would just stick me with groups of people or just let me fit in between tea times and stuff like that. That's nice. Ryan's got a comment. Just to, because I have a little insight working at one, I think most public courses will do like seven minutes in between tea times Mm. where like country clubs will like, at a minimum, dude, like 10 minutes. I was going to say mm-hmm. the country club I was a part of was 15. Oh, wow. 15 is nice. a good amount of time. Yeah. Like yeah. you can get, you can get, you're putting and you never even see somebody usually hit the tee box behind you. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're That's good. You're wealthy. I feel 50 like, bucks a month. Geez, man. That was man. a lot of money for me. How's it, how's it feel? Seriously. It's good. I got a hot dog at the turn every day. Oh, don't, wow. you, don't you? Don't you think I didn't? Yeah. I feel like I'd play a lot better if I had more more time and I wasn't being rushed. A thousand, especially. So, like. I'm the opposite. That's what's sad. Oh, really? When I think about it, because my brain doesn't work well, so you I have to think about it. How but, competitive are you in general? I'm a unique competitive mm-hmm. nature, honestly. You know? I don't know, man. You know, I like going back to y'all talking about competition. I never really, I don't care who shows up. Yeah. And you know what? They might thank me. It's the honest truth. Like, thank God for Starbucks. Mm. I wouldn't be, you, you know, you wouldn't be paying for coffee like you are now. If Starbucks yeah. Around. Right. Mm. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Who, who would it have been? Yeah. I know but what you mean. If now. Starbucks never existed, what would, be the, what would be the biggest coffee shop right now? It could be anybody. It's true. Hmm. <laughs> Um, think about it. Yeah, no, I, that is interesting. I, I remember learning that Starbucks was the first one. Like they got laughed at when they were saying, like they were saying they were going to charge what, like five bucks for a cup of coffee, because yeah. everybody else was charging like a dollar or two. Oh, it's crazy. But they made yeah. it they changed made the thing. It. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and back to the competitive thing, I think it's a really interesting. Because I'm a relatively competitive person. I, ch- I I think I can. I found the difference between being like truly competitive and being just kind of like marginally competitive, which is where I would consider myself at is like the ability to turn it on and turn it off. Mm -hmm. I can be competitive when I want to be and I can care less when I, when I don't want to be. Then you meet somebody who's truly competitive. Um, The person that I am specifically referring to is Laurel Beth church. My girlfriend is Mm -hmm. the most competitive human I have ever met in my entire life. She is cutthroat, you could be, I remember one time she hates when I tell this story, so she'll love it when she hears this, but we, we were playing a card game one time. It was like a Christmas or Thanksgiving or something, New Year's, who knows? We were with her family, and some card game I've never played before, and so I'd got, I got to watch around like a turn happen, and her mom was sitting next to me, and she was kind of helping me, and it was going around again, and it was me, and I played something that wasn't ideal for what i should have been playing and her mom was still paying attention and it was like oh wait hold on no like thomas should have done this instead of that and laurel goes like he already had a chance he saw the rules he knows how the game goes and i'm like what (laughs) and i'm like it is my second turn 
ever. You've played this game every year since you were four. And she's like, well, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to win. Wow. <laughs> You're like, there you go. Like, all right. And like, and don't get me wrong. It is like, a, it's a good quality in her because it comes out in all things, but it is like, sometimes there's a, you, you will be playing a, we'll be playing a board game and she will like, she'll come at you. I can't sit next to her. We got to sit apart. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. She'll, she'll come for the jugular. You playing it. Doesn't matter. You, Monopoly. Mm-mm. Has she tried to kill you? Uh, no, 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 no. She, okay. she's actually, um, she's actually the most protective person over me that I've ever encountered in my life. So she'd kill you for looking really? at me wrong. Oh, yeah. Careful. All right. I'll look at Kevin. <laughs> Lisa likes that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, but it is she an, understands. It's yeah. an interesting thing of like you know I thought I was competitive until I met a truly truly competitive person. Can't mm. turn it off. Nope. Mm. Can't turn it off. Not one. And it's like and it's fine. You know I just make fun of her and I laugh at her. Like we'll have kids one day and like. She'll be like, no, and I'll be like, you know, I was crazy. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah, we'll be like messing with it. Like, I, it's my favorite thing. We'll be like close to a game. I'll be like, yeah, I'm done. You want to pack it up? <laughs> <laughs> She's gotten better. I'll give her that. She's gotten better, but she is competitive. So, um, tell me more about how you how you got into ownership at uh, at any time because you were training prior to that, right? Yeah, yeah. I was at a gym down the street and. Um, I started at two different gyms uh, when I moved back to Oklahoma City, and um, I started really, really small. Hmm. I think I had like, I think my first year, like, because I was still, you know, as the king salesman at GNC. Let's just be honest. Nice. I was racking in the commission, man. Damn, yep. dude, you get like, if you sold ten Vita packs, it was like a five hundred dollar bonus. Ooh. I mean, I was more than that. It was like fifty. It was like a number. Wow. I was like hitting that. In two hours, Ryan and yeah. I just both looked at Kevin like, "Huh?" <laughs> Picking up Vita packs, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But nah. they went bankrupt, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think that's you know, obviously the market there, and we've had we've had conversations with people who have like overseen. And I don't even know if it was a GNC, so not to say anything specific, but it was like a situation where they had overseen a chain of like some big box supplement store somewhere. And it was like, they had gotten into a situation where they had to let a number of people go because they were recommending like opposite products for people. Cause they were offering some like commission on weight gainers or something. That was probably me. And they were, <laughs> they were selling them to like <laughs> everyone who came in the door. Cause it was just like, you know, they were more worried about the commission than they were about the help. And it's like, I think that's been a, you know, those stories and those kind of situations and even us being in situations too before where it's like you've been at like a more like or just like a commission based job like that. I think you can go just fine. But it's like when you start incentivizing away from just like genuine help into like specific items, it's like, ooh, you start going down a slippery slope because it's like it doesn't even take a bad person. It takes a person in a bad situation and a desperate situation to like, you know, if you were hurting for money. You were pushing Vita packs, you know, like you were you were trying to find opportunities to like. Oh, I was always hurting for money. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. right. But it's like you know they pay you just enough that you can survive, but you know not actually live. And then they're like, okay, cool. Now sell X, Y, and Z. And if you sell X, Y, and Z, we're gonna pay you this amount. And it's like they, they just dangle that carrot for you. And then it's like, okay, cool. This is my ticket to like some bit of financial freedom. And it's like, and they just ride that on people. And then people, you know, it becomes a situation where it's like unfortunately. Unfortunately, when you do that with not supplements like specifically, but just business in general, it's like I'm going to pay you a barely livable wage. 
And then I'm going to dangle this carrot of like financial freedom to you. If you just accomplish this by doing what I want you to do in that situation, you pit the employee versus the customer at that point of like, who, who are they choosing? Am I choosing you as the customer to genuinely help you? Or am I picking myself to have like some sort of financial freedom or like actually, you know, eat better this week or take my girlfriend on a date or something. And it's like when you pit customer versus employee against each other on like, who's, you know, like who this is for, like who who's favored in this situation. And it's like, well, like, you know, you put somebody in a desperate enough situation for long enough, like it's always going to be the employee. Almost always, even a good person, like just in a bad situation where they're like, I, I have to make more money than I am now. And it's like, it's not easy to just walk away from jobs. It's just like you pit, you know, employee versus customer as opposed to like creating a model just in general where it's like, well, why don't we just like have them you know, like let's let's have what matters to the customer come first, and then it's like we'll just pay somebody a livable wage then, and then not have to worry about it at that point. It's like it's not this like incentivized carrot that's a dangle. I've worked in situations where it's like a commission based job, and it's like you know we got a salary, and it's like I can say in like three years of working said commission based job, it was like um, by the paycheck. So every two weeks you could, you could hit commission. I think in three plus years of working at this specific place, I hit commission. I don't even think I could count it on two hands. Like I could count it on two hands, like how many times in, you know, that. And so at that point it's like, you know, you get these crazy the places. What they'll do also is they'll implement like crazy, like quotas, right. Or crazy, crazy things that are like next to impossible to hit. So it's like, Oh, you're just not doing well enough. It's not that I'm creating this like almost unwinnable situation while dangling this carrot of like, Oh, you make $7 an hour now. But like, you know, if you dangle this carrot in order to like, you you do all these things that are most of the time not actually feasible for somebody to accomplish. It's like I'm going to pay you twenty dollars an hour, and it's like, well, the difference between seven fifty and twenty dollars an hour for somebody is absolutely life changing in most situations. And it's like, again, like then all you do is create a situation where it's like the employee versus the customer. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those. What's the saying that you know putting a lock on something isn't to keep the bad people away, but it's to keep the good people honest. And it's, you know, I think a lot of people get put in positions where they're not even necessarily knowing what to knowing what they're getting into. And, you know, it's, you know, it's your livelihood, it's your pay. So yeah. it's an easy way to justify it. So Absolutely. it's like, hey, man, I'll, I'll find good ways to do it. But uh, if you just if you just take it away in the first place and don't. It's not an option. Right. Then it's yeah. And then you, you don't even have to worry about it. Right. No. Well, and that's the thing is it's like it only takes a couple of bad situations in order for like your reputation to, and this is not, again, this is not just supplements. This is just like everything in general where it's like, it only takes a couple of like, that can be a good person. Like, can you put a bad person in a situation like that? Who's willing to take advantage of every single person that comes in the door in every situation possible. And it's like, well, this person will actually in most cases, like thrive in that situation and be looked at as like good. And you're like, no, like, why are we creating a scenario where the good people want to act bad and the bad people, thrive yeah well that doesn't seem like a good scenario for any kind of business to run, in that's my personal opinion but it's like that like you know what else comes from that right because like how does it how does that happen you know if you if you put somebody i'm gonna make up an example but if like you put somebody on a car lot that's kind of usually known for not being like the best a lot but it's like and you know you tell them i'm gonna 
I'm going to pay you triple your salary. I've never sold cars. So I, I have no idea what these numbers are like, but it's like, if you sell 50 cars this week, you know, that's like, and you come in and you're like, you're just pushing cars left and right to everybody just to end at 47. Cause it's like, there's no way you're going to hit 50. And it's mm-hmm. like, cool. The dealership got the, what they wanted at that point. They got you to push more and they don't have to pay you more. Mm-hmm. They got you to push more and they, they never have to fulfill their side of the commission or the, the bump because it's like you create an unwinnable situation. And again, now you took somebody who was either a good person and now they felt bad about every single, like one of these interactions that they had where they were like pushing cars on people that didn't need them or bad deals or whatever the situation was. I don't mean to harp on just car, car lots, but like then you take the bad people who are like, Oh, I don't care anyway. I'll just sling them to everybody. Screw it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah, well now that person might actually hit it. Mm -hmm. That person might actually sell 50 cars. And then now they're being praised for essentially being a bad person. (laughs) You get a coffee jerks employees working on commission at all? Mm. Mm, thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Carry those vita packs in there. Yeah, I think there's a happy medium because I agree with Thomas on that. I mean, I was. I mean, dude, I, I sold you something, man. You know, I was selling you. Mm. I was making money. Mm-hmm. So I think it, there's good and bad. Yeah, it's like um, I probably killed a lot of people, man. <laughs> if we're just honest with it. A lot of livers died because of me, man. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget. I mean, I was back when Jack 3D just came out. Mm, Man, you'd see those guys that come in and they're like, itching their neck. (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite, and dude, again, this isn't hate. This is love. I love all people that do all different things. And the oil industry is a great thing. Mm. We all know the oil field guy. He was a good guy. Mm. Loved him to death. Come in. He's off like his 13-month journey into Mm -hmm. the oil wells, dirty. Mm -hmm. But like he's got this wallet that's just like fat. Mm. you know because i got paid cash mm. this was back this was pre I don't know, like 2010 mm. oil's booming you know yeah and uh so i knew exactly what i mean dude i'd load this seriously they buy like six months worth of supplements mm-hmm. when they come in the door you know what it was Yeesh. it was jack 3d either working yeah. what 18 hour days i had, well, I had one guy buy 30 jack 3ds <laughs> no way yeah Yeesh. that's crazy because i mean that's why i got taken off the market i mean yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're working those hours like that, though. Your sleep, you've got, what, like six to eight hours off shift. Hopefully, you get some sleep in that time. Right. And you're just working day after day. Yeah. Need a little jack to get through. That's yeah, right. man. Respect to those guys. I mean, they got a hard job. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. You ever watch some of those videos, how crazy it is out there? No way. No way. I man. thought about that, too. I mean, no. that was phase four. <laughs> <laughs> thought about joining the oil field? Yeah, Baker yeah. Hughes was out there, and they were, dude, there was fat shit. I mean, let's see, you're 19... 90,000 start out. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. that's what that's like a millionaire when you're 19. Yeah. yeah. That's got to be so tempting. And oh, so, yeah. I mean, like, the, and some of those guys still are in it that left with me. And dude, they've, I have this one friend, he's like every big laydown or uh, laydown. That's what they call him now. Do you guys know? Layoff. Layoff. Mm. We lay him down. <laughs> um, Mow him down. And I hope he's still there. I'm not going to name his name, but I'm pretty sure he's still working there. He, every major um, layoff. At Chesapeake. I mean, mm. think about that. I don't know if you guys haven't really been here since, but dude, 2015. Were you here in 2015? I had just moved. I moved here in August of 2015. Dude, 2015, I learned an important lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I had 50% of my clients were in the oil and gas industry. Mm-hmm. Mm. 2015, I forget what day it was. Boom. Done. I mean, they put, they had curtains on these buildings because they were firing so many people. This was a huge thing in Oklahoma City. Jeez. Huge. It was terrible. Yeah. And so I lost 50% of my clients. Yeah. Yeesh. I was like, wow. And then I asked people, you in the oil and gas? No. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> Get out of here. No. Well, and that, that but that, that was a, te- no, it was terrible. 
It was horrible. Yeah. And um, thank God I made it out of it. I don't remember what I did after that. Remarketed myself. Changed my name. Yeah. yeah. You became be, Kenny. You became Kenny. <laughs> yeah. What were you prior? Uh, we don't really talk Nancy. about Nancy. We don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy. But I don't, how did we get that? Oh, I was talking about the fat checks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so, that, dude, that's the guy I was. I'm honest to say it. Yeah, well, to say it. And, but that, that GNC did it. Was like the bonuses were so crazy good. Yep. Like, why not? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And to to his point though, so everybody here, like, and it's nothing against GNC, especially like the family owned ones. They're yep. businesses, whatever. Good. I hope they stay open. Yeah. Um, but back when I can only speak to the culture that I was in, and I loved everybody that I worked with. I had some great employees. My regional sales director was great. But like the culture preached out from the top, it was huge sales. So as a yeah. manager, dude, but that prepared me to be terrible at sales the rest of my life. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because no, I mean, yeah. but learn well, what not to do, maybe. Yeah, I think there needs to be a happy medium. I'm not talking about just supplement business because sure. what I think what Triad does, which I've always respected, even from the start, because you've never wavered from it, is mm. the is you would rather grab one customer and have a relationship with them than try to grab 20 mm-hmm. and maybe get one of them back. Yeah. But yeah. even if the same ratio is there, what you and I think you only see it is that's why I say you have a strong following is mm-hmm. like you guys, because of the base you've built, how long? Five years? Seven. Six? Almost seven. God. Yeah. See, yeah. I told you. Seven. Alzheimer's, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, see, in my first experience with Triad, I'll never forget. I was like, I think I came in there. I don't know why I came over there. I'll be honest with you guys. Mm. Sorry. That's all right. You good? Because that's like a long travel from where I would think about it. Yeah, it really is. Turnpike Memorial. Dude. Mm. Yeah. You're like at least a mile. Anxiety. Right <laughs> Getting, if you, if you have to turn right on May from my gym and go over the about three p.m. Mm. Dude. Yeah, there's it's, you got to deal with a lot of traffic for one mile. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I battled through some anxiety just to come see you guys. That's incredible. No true support. But my first time in there, I think I needed. I don't know what I needed to be honest with you. But I see this guy with like long surfer hair and a ponytail. Chad Miller. Mm-hmm. I know he was. <laughs> kind of, he's like, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's Chad. <laughs> and like, seriously, I've, I think I've told him this. I don't care. Chad won't get upset. No. But he like, I, I, in my head, I was like, this is another supplement store. Mm-hmm. But I, he was a nice guy. I was yeah, like, sure. But then like this dude started like talking about stuff that I didn't even know. I was like, what is he talking about? But it was like yeah. smart. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. This surfer dude is educated. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's like a killer combo. Yeah. You know, think about it. Yeah. So, Chad, I don't know what you're doing now, buddy, but good luck. Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing I think I just well. saw a picture of them. They had a wedding or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were at uh, at Aaron uh, Aaron's wedding. But, uh, but yeah, no, he's doing great. He's back in uh, St. Louis and actually going to be moving, if he hasn't already, going to be moving to Springfield soon. Um, so, he's running his family business, the Miller Group. They do um, this, like, online um all sorts of web design the things like that just like storage uh and they're opening a branch in uh springfield and he's taking it down there so pretty cool for that they're they're growing and doing super well vincent's uh finishing up his doctorate yeah <laughs> but but yeah i know like i could have called that from the moment i met him yeah yeah because right? he was the opposite effect i was like oh my god who is this dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like shut up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but and, and I and but me and him became really good friends. You yeah, know? and so that's what I'm saying. You, you did it right from the start, yeah. whether you knew what you were doing or not. Yeah, it's solid. I think you make a good point about just like there can be a happy medium. I, I, I want to make sure and make that clear that like you know commission based jobs like they're not all bad. Like it's yeah. not, not a situation. The specific situations that I'm talking about and is like where it, it's not. 
it's it's not a it's a lose lose in my opinion. It's a lose lose when it comes to like the character of your employees. You like either the, have like the student loan salesman. Yeah, like you have like either you either have a bad employees like being praised, or you have good employees like becoming mm-hmm. bad ones. You know, like people the character. I mean, and it's like people of low character can thrive in these you know environments, and it's like people of high character like struggle in these environments and maybe even lose themselves a little bit. And it's like, those are the situations specifically where it's like, you know, if you can make an honest work out of commission and, you know, like you, like Laurel works off commission and they sell a good product and, you know, she gets them through implementation and does all this stuff and she works over at Paycom and it's like, you know, so there's a legitimate like, okay, cool. You sold this product. You did really well. Like, yeah, we're going to give you a percentage of that. And that's like a good deal. I don't want to cut you off, but what's, what's the deal with Paycom? Seriously, it's like a conspiracy to me. So <laughs> it's, it's so big. No, no, it's, it's a great natural. company, but like mm-hmm. I, now I've never seen their advertisements till now, and it's like you, the employee, can do the payroll from home. Mm-hmm. And me as an owner, I'm like, oh gosh, yeah. What so, is so what else? What else, What is this? What does this mean? What I can explain somebody, more. I think, and it's not a bad thing on the product. I'm just curious, what does it mean? The whole idea that they have, and just kind of talk about Paycom a little bit here, is like they um, they allow like if you're an employee and you miss a clock in and a clock out, you know how we like you have to edit that or somebody has to edit that essentially before their uh, payroll goes through, they are allowed to check their own times and check for errors. And so they can like be like, Oh, I missed the clock in here. And like, I'm sure they have to, well, they need to tell somebody yeah, to when, change their commercial yeah, I, because I'm a business owner. And all I saw was a guy like on his couch, like, Oh, I forgot to do my payroll. And he's like, dee, 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 dee. and he's yeah. like, Ooh, money's being sent now. And I'm like, Oh my God. How do you, how do you currently run your payroll? Not from your couch, you know. I um, think he means like an employee doing their yeah. own. <laughs> oh, scary. I have this uh, this notebook that I do everything hand. That's good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now, dude, think about technology, dude. I was still getting pay stubs from GNC, so that's how much we've come yeah. from then. That's yeah. just crazy. Clock in was on a freaking fat computer. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't work half the time. Yeah, right. How about those? Cho- Did you guys ever shop at GNC? Hmm. Yeah, I think oh, everybody yeah. started there. Yeah. Did you get those chews at the front? Did you ever have those? Oh yeah. Mm. I think what we gained a good those? amount of muscle. We had from to those. sell a certain. We had to sell a certain amount of those. Really? Yeah. That's. Oh, I never. Because those were them. considered. I forget what they called it, but it's like a add-on mm. bonus. Yeah. <clears throat> and I know you know this, but you know what's cool? What? Right. You know how many times we've ever had a quota on selling something at Triad? Never. Say that more time. We've never had a quota on selling anything. Oh. It's not what I heard. So <laughs> one thing, one thing that we do is obviously kind of uh, in lieu of a commission system because we, when we were first starting and trying to figure out, okay, how do we, how do we run a commission system? Like we still want to have commission, but we want to make sure that there's no room for error, no room to take advantage. So it was just we came up with this like, like extremely complicated system to try and keep it as foolproof as possible, and we had two years where we didn't have employees so we didn't have to implement anything and in that two years we had this revelation of like man what if we just did instead of like like each individual like employee commission if we just did more of a profit sharing system and if the store does well each employee does well Mm. so there's like very little incentive like you make very 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 like a small fraction if you sell one product in the store of you. So there's not really much incentive to sell, like be pushing one thing over another. Mm-hmm. The incentive is to build good relationships, to get customers, like bring customers in the door in the first yeah. place, treat them right so that they come back and become loyal customers and our customer base grows. And as that that overall number grows, your, your piece of the pie stays the same, but the pie gets bigger. So mm-hmm. your piece of the pie is naturally bigger. Right. And this was just kind of a, 
I think it was we were we were driving back from Pittsburgh from our manufacturer, and it was it was a gosh, like a seventeen hour drive, and I think we were just kind of you know just thinking and talking the entire way, and th- that idea came from that, and that was I think maybe about a year in, and I really liked that idea. So when mm-hmm. Chad and Vincent left, and we did actually have to hire on some employees, we were like, I was like, well, let's try it, let's see what's see what this yeah. is about, and it's it's worked so far. Yeah. Um, but couple that with like. You know, the training that everybody goes through, you know, the certifications, the n- nutrition certifications, the in-house tests, to just learn the ingredients, learn the supplements in the first place, uh, plus the emphasis on the customer service and all the, you know, things that we do in training. And there's continued education and uh, regular evals to make sure that, you know, you're taking all the necessary steps to, yeah. um, you know, treat customers the <coughs> best possible way we can um, are the things that we get away with not having commission. Yeah. That there are, like, like you said, there's kind of a balance to it of... We don't have, you know, just this archaic commission system, but we also don't have just simply nothing. Right. So do you, so I was curious, do you have, um, is there a certain like protocol for um, people that like employees at Coffee Jerks, like when they're like checking someone out, like in the drive-thru or like, especially the drive-thru more than the register inside, but I, I notice like things that they'll, um, I don't feel like they ask, you know, when you're saying your order and you say one thing and you're waiting for them to respond, they don't, they don't ever say like, is that it? Or it, it yeah. seems like they're, is there a certain protocol a there? Question. Yes and no. Okay. I mean, there's certain things they can't say. No. We won't write those down, you know? Yeah. Um, no, because, I mean, it depends on what, have you ever uh, went through a Dutch Brothers? Mm-hmm. I haven't yet. What'd you notice? Mm, we've only done it once. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I've heard that they like <laughs> will <laughs> notice much. I guess I've heard that they so will like this, come this is in make your my window. Point so good. I feel like no, they. Gotcha. I've heard that they will like, come into your window. Like like yeah. No, they're super head. energetic. That's super. what I've heard. And they're really. I mean, honestly, if there was one corporate chain that I said I like, I don't like their drinks. To be honest, they're not that great. But they appeal to the large audience. Why they do well, but. They're like the Chick-fil-A of coffee. Mm. It's just the truth. And Starbucks has great customer service. They went through a phase where they really didn't. And then they did something and it changed. Hmm. Um, so like I, I pull, I like to, my brain, like it just works in in a weird way. I'm just a weird dude. What? Just the honest truth. Um, because I like to pull things from things that I like. Sure. And try to, and sometimes that's a good and bad thing. It's a bad thing. Um, and being at GNC, honestly, my experience at GNC, I didn't want to be the corporate, even if, and sometimes the corporate chain, it's changed. I don't know if you, if you I don't go through drive throughs much anymore, but they really, they don't talk the same they did 10 years ago. Mm. A lot of times you don't get asked as mm. that, honestly. Yeah. They've changed it. Mm. The good one, there's not a lot of bad ones out there, but like the good ones, like Chick-fil-A, they normally ask you a different question that could be related to, there's not a sex thing again. It's different. You're right. Mm. Yeah, 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 no, it definitely is. So I'd say our protocol, we did when we started and we tried some stuff. Now it's just more be yourself in yeah. a polite way. I like that. That's that's definitely a, an aspect of it too. Like when you start when you start writing a script, you you lose the person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a big thing for us. Like we have we like I do a lot of our customer service training. And a lot of the customer service training or things that I bring up in meeting or whatever is it's I will give like um like 
things that I personally use or like phrases or way of describing things or way of talking to people or whatever, you know, but what I'm actually preaching and what do I actually get into is like more of the, um, just the idea. And then you apply the idea to your own brain of how like you want to say it and how you would like end up saying those kind of things. Like a, a good example is like, um, we had a training one time where, it wasn't really his fault. He, he did a good job and the, and the customer wasn't upset at all. But the way that he phrased something that the customer was really into, he kind of said along the lines of like, oh, I didn't know that that was like that big, right? Like what this customer was really into was like a popular thing, right? And it's like, you know, that customer wasn't like upset in any way by that. Like he, he didn't think anything of it, but I'm like, eh, man, but, but he could have been, he could have been, you could have find somebody. And I was like, man, the difference in like saying that same thing, cause we're not expecting everybody to know everything about everything, but it's like you, instead of saying like, Oh man, I didn't know that that was like big or that big of a deal. Or like, I didn't realize that it was that big. You go, man, isn't it crazy how big this has gotten? And it's like that little like change is it's like, sure, that's how I would personally say it. But the idea is it's like we never look down onto people's interests. We always look up onto people's interests. If I were to say like, oh, man, I didn't realize that Coffee Jerks was like a big deal in Oklahoma City. Right. You might go like, well, man, we got three locations. Like, I feel like we're doing well. But if I say the same thing and I go, man, isn't it crazy how big Coffee Jerks has gotten? You at that point, and you're like, yeah, thanks, man. Like, it's something I'm really passionate about. Like, I, I care a lot about it. It's like I'm I'm pretty excited at how big it's gotten. Even if that that means it's got one location and it's just popular or not popular, or whatever. But it's like that idea of like just that like you're talking about. But it's like if I were to script or if, not me, but we were to script every employee. Like, we have very different people, and we have very different people for a reason. We want different people. We want people of different interests. Like. If you've ever had anybody in the stores ever had a conversation with me and had a conversation with Ryan, we're very different people to talk to for sure. Like we, we have very different angles of like accomplishing similar goals, but it's like the whole idea of it is like, you know, the company hired, you know, I say this to a lot of people is like, as they get through training and as they get through everything is it's like, it's that combination of what you learn plus you like, you know, when we interviewed Ryan, we hired Ryan to be Ryan. We wanted Ryan with the supplement knowledge and the training that we had, or we wanted Will with the supplement knowledge, like training, like knowledge that he gained. But we wanted Will. We wanted him. We didn't want him to change who he was or anything. It goes for everybody. We didn't want them to change who they were. We wanted them to add these things. But it's like we wanted different people who did different things. Like <clears throat> Ryan does cycling. Preston does powerlifting. You know, Will does bodybuilding. I do jujitsu. Uh, you know, Kevin skateboards sometimes, and it's like, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> oh yeah. But it, the idea—it's it, it, funny as that is. But like, the idea is, it's like, man, if somebody comes in who's into skateboarding, I want to talk into Kevin, or like, we want to find that route. Mm -hmm. But um, I know I had to go over that because we did that week of customer service training with, mm -hmm. you know, you especially because you're in Norman, so you're there doing customer service training all the time. <laughs> But you spent a week up at Quail because that is obviously an extreme strong suit for you is to kind of go over with everybody, you know, and just, you know, find ways that we could be doing better. Because that's mm. something that I know I talk about all the time. It's like I have to constantly work on getting better at my customer service. Yeah. Like I can always improve and get better. But at the end of that, I know I made 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 sure to bring up, hey, 
we've learned a lot from Thomas, and I know you did your training the right way to give him the guidelines, but not exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. But I had to, I went back through and kind of made sure like, hey guys, just keep in mind that like, we don't want you to be Thomas. Because if you try to be Thomas, you guys don't, you don't act the same way. You don't talk the same way. You guys need to be yourself, but use the guidelines that you've learned. Because we've even had people in the past that'll try and say things the exact same way you say them, and it does not come across the same way. Yeah. It can even be kind of like pretty bad sometimes. Yeah. You don't want a Thomas script being read by all of our employees. Like it doesn't come across the same way or anybody. We wouldn't want a Ryan script. We wouldn't want a Kevin script. We wouldn't want anybody to like. You don't want my script. (laughs) Yeah. What's your script? Yeah. I want the candy script, actually. <laughs> you know, be taken off podcast for <laughs> canceled altogether. Yeah. I mean, how does it feel though to be that big that you could be canceled? Honestly, what does it, it feel like when you wake up? Always in a state of anxiety. Yeah. Really? yeah. I, I want to know what that feels like. I I mean, you're, pretty, you're pretty famous. I was gonna say, I think you're you're more popular than uh, than we are. <laughs> you should have a Being podcast. Humble. Coffee with Kenny. Ooh. This is, oh, this is when I announced mine? Yeah. I thought we were doing this every week. <laughs> Where's the contract? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, me and I, you mentioned earlier, obviously, you want them to be themselves. I'm sure that's a, a, a huge element that you are a huge um, component that you're able to take advantage of that these big corporate coffee shops can't necessarily yeah. they need more of a script. They need mm. they have to have more of a system where you can you've got a little bit more of an ability to let people be themselves so i'm sure that that's worked in your advantage yeah and like when we said that's how we started out have i ever told you a story how we started like the day we opened i don't think so (laughs) it was thanksgiving we opened up on a black friday great idea right (laughs) it's gonna be crazy (laughs) insane First, first Thanksgiving I eat with my uh, in-laws, and then we do like a double Thanksgiving mistake. Night before your grand opening, you do a double Thanksgiving. Mm. So I was like, you know, I need to go up the store. This is like my moment. You know, it's like Rudy and Rudy, you know, movie the Rudy. Yeah, he's in the stadium by ready. himself. You're ready. I was mopping with pine saw. Yeah, I started getting nauseous. I was like, man, I feel terrible. Uh oh. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my girlfriend's apartment and watch a movie because I feel like I'm about to either crap my pants or throw up I at this I point. This so I get in my little Honda Civic that was wrapped. Mm. You know, I'm flying down the road. No, I still seriously, driving it? huh, dude, she, bro? She's dead. Oh, my brother, my brother-in-law peace. was driving on uh, Portland, got hit by a red light runner. Oof. Thankful <sighs> he's still alive. Thank you, Scott. Jeez. But it was pretty, it took it out. That car got in five wrecks while I had it. <laughs> I hit a deer going, I shouldn't have lived. I hit a deer going 90 miles an hour. Really? In a Honda Civic, dude. In a Honda Civic. Oof. Those things usually top out at 85. <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention, I bought the thing a rebuilt title. Mm. And so when I hit the, when I hit, this sounds like one of my cars. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it had 9,000 miles on it at the time. It was what, 2000. 13, I think it was a 2012. So it was a year old. Mm. Like, yeah, brand new car. Mm-hmm. Tiny. Mm-hmm. But spacious, too. It's weird. Honda Civics are tiny, but they're spacious. Mm-hmm. So I hit this deer, and I take it to the bodywork guy, and he's pe- they had to peel off a lot of paint. And he's like, dude, did you know that this is two different cars that they put together? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. So like, he was like, the best case I can tell you is like, I don't know. He was driving off because it had barely any miles on it. Like, it was a brand new car. Like this, this person was like, just bought their brand new car. Like, woo, semi. Ooh, 
or something. They flipped. They either flipped or they got taken off the top. Yeesh. That car's been through hell, dude. That sounds like a bad luck car, honestly. Yeah, nobody was killed, I don't believe. I think everybody's safe. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That deer, though. Nah, is he okay? Me. Have you ever hit a deer? No. Did you hit him and you're like, oh my God. And they just pop up and they... Did it really run off? Yeah, dude. He got hit by a Honda Civic. <laughs> At 90 miles an hour. Yeah, though. but it's a Honda Civic. It's plastic. <laughs> yeah. Comes with like foam on the inside of the bumpers. Yeah. So back to the day we opened. Sorry. <laughs> Honda Civics. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, let's go to my girlfriend's house. Again, we've been together like, I don't know how long, but it was our first Thanksgiving. And I get to her house and it was one of those six where mm. like... At every point, a piece of clothing's off because you're so sick, yeah. sick and miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we won't finish that story, but it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. What happened in her apartment? I don't know why she stayed. It was bad. I remember you. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my portion of after hearing about this story was you were you were like, man, I'm sitting there, I'm sick. Life's coming out of me at both ends right now, <laughs> dude. It was it was an experience. And he's like, he's sitting there. He's like, I'm on the toilet, barfing. In a bucket. And he's like, well, this is it, man. She's either with me or not. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing else to hide at that point. Yeah. That's how you know she you're was You're totally on, huh? vulnerable. And she's here. She's yeah, still around. Dead. It was. So anyways, I show up to Coffee Jerks the first day. Yeah. I'm like the color of that pillow. Dude, I got like the cold sweats. Ooh. You know, like this day and age with everything that's going on, I'd probably be arrested. I probably had 106 degree temperature just giving everybody whatever I had. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But to this, I think I had food. Something I ate just didn't. Was, I did that. Let's go back. Yeah. To that. I thought it was the pine saw, but after that, that was a demonic event. <laughs> like it was an exorcism. Yeah. It was very. We 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 never talked about it again. Me and Allie. <laughs> Still to this day. Yeah, it's traumatic. Yeah. When you're looking, bring her, it when you're looking when you her in home. the eyes and everything's coming out. Yeah. And you're they, fully nude. She was there in the bathroom <laughs> with you, huh? Take fully care nude. Of you. But I mean, that was the worst part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holding your hair. Just being a real trooper. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll clean it up. Yeah. Hey, man. Dude. But uh, go back. 44 customers walked in the door of my grand opening. Hey. I was doing good. Hell yeah, yeah, buddy. Put that in perspective. It's just crazy that 44 customers. And, dude, it was a freaking grind, dude. Mm. I did everything wrong. Every every, And I don't think I did everything wrong because we're still here. So... But what came to growth, my focus was just on things that, but I never run a business. Yeah. I didn't know what, I didn't, I didn't know how to get people to show up. Mm-hmm. And then eventually just clicked. And, um, but really that's due to the mistakes I made is what held us back. But because I was blessed, to, the first four to five people I hired were just like, it was like, dude, you guys hired. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know what y'all's hiring, but I know you guys. Or quote, you have ways to get in the door, and it takes. It's not just like I can just walk in and work for Triad. Mm-hmm. But as we've grown, you have we have to hire quickly, you know, and like, yeah. and that's tough. But we were just like, think about like if you could go five for five the first time you open a business. Yeah, dude, we went on. four for five. But we won't talk. About yeah, <laughs> but dude, dude, that's what's insane is doing like, that ever. The only re I really I don't believe in luck, but th- there's no like, dude, I did everything wrong mm. if i could really be honest like besides getting the right beans and yeah the right people yeah but honestly i lucked out on them that was back when facebook was great for hiring yeah hmm. i used to not say anymore. this sorry not, I, facebook's not good anymore 
Do you somewhere else to hire? Dude, we don't have much success on Facebook. Anymore. Mm-hmm. I just quit the bother. I think we still post it up there, but I don't even get anything anymore. Yeah. Dude, when we first opened, I think we eventually, because we didn't know how, I didn't know, again, I didn't know what to do. I didn't turn off my at like my job hiring. I think I got like 500 applicants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah sorry, this is Coffee Jerks. We didn't get back to you five years ago, but do you still need a job? Yeah. <laughs> We're desperate. Yeah. Well, I used to tell people all the time at the hospital because we'd go through stints of hiring like nine people. Mm-hmm. And I would always say like, if we're hiring nine people, the way that it's going to work is of those nine people, five of them are going to be solid good employees like just normal employees yeah. like nothing crazy people who will stick around probably not for a long time but like solid employees um so that's five of the nine right two of them are gonna be studs absolute killers for us who do great and two of them we're gonna fire mm. like almost verbatim that's how it worked every single time whatever the ratio was if we're hiring five people three regulars one stud one dud and it's like that like that you know and uh, so when you talk about going like four for five, that's like, especially your first round, that's like crazy. That's unheard of. Yeah, it's yeah. super good. Because here's the thing that people forget. But it wasn't anything I did. It wasn't like I was good at interviewing. No, you. right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I had hired GNC douchebag. <laughs> I tell people this all the time <laughs> is like hiring to some extent is guessing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just, it's an odds game more than it is anything a lot of the time. And we've even dealt with like some growing pains of that even recently, you know, until recently, Triad has never hired really more than one person at a time. Like we've never had like more than a single hire at a time. It's typically like uh, we bring someone on, we need to add to the overlap or something's going. It's something happened where we've only ever needed to bring one person on. This last hiring cycle that we did, we brought on three. I think four. Four. Yeah. We brought on four. Well, I, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We brought on yeah. four. No, that's correct. Yeah. We brought on four. Ended up keeping three, which is like, which is, you know, we're happy with three or four, but it's like, was it five? If you count, if you count from Noah on, I think it ends up being four, but we did, we did four at once, assuming that we would get two full-time and two part-time and it ended up being three full-time. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about that. We went from like one person in training at a time, like ever to uh at one point four people yeah training at a time and it's like just the growing pains and it ended up being like three people you know one of them you know just decided to do something else which is totally fine left on totally fine terms and everything but um is like even three people at once is like well this is a whole different ball game like this is something totally different like juggling getting this ready time things getting people at the right like scheduling because the way our training works is you know like and it's always funny because people will talk about like oh you guys should you know like hire for you know like a little seasonal work or like you know hire for like when it gets busy and it's like well you're hiring for the summer yeah we could try it takes us the entire summer to train literally it's it's like you get hired and you know typically if you're hired we we set we schedule your test date almost immediately and it's typically like in most cases one month from like your hire date and like um you get your study guide and giddy up cowboy and it's like time to get going on it but it's um and that's you know everything happens in that month and it's like um there's so much really we cram two months into training probably into one month because a month of training is already so long and it's like really 
in an ideal world, we'd be doing it for probably like six weeks, if not a little bit longer to really get someone like perfect. But it's like, yeah, you're just going to get where they're at at that point. But um, sounds like you're building a robot. Dude, it's a little bit. It's something. Do you, you brainwash these people? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ask anybody who works here. They'll say no. Because um, <laughs> they're brainwashed. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Is this going to be a Netflix special someday? Hey, Ooh. it could be, man. Dude, I mean, if but we do well a, enough, it's a tough. But this is uh, here's such a key factor, though, and I think this brings up an interesting point. This is why we're so specific on the people that we hire, though, right? We hire people who currently shop with us, have a relationship with us, like you talked about. Like we try to build a relationship with everybody, and it's like I want to know this person before you know. Like a good example, let's use like, Christian, our most recent hire, I guess technically. Um, he's somebody who, like, not only did we know him, we knew his family his whole family shopped with us like uh down at norman his whole family's great like really good customers people who like have a like personally care about triad invited they have um they have a jiu-jitsu gym they invite us out to things like we built a really strong relationship with them and it's like if i would have seen christian at target i would have been like hey christian what's up man and he'd be like oh hey thomas you know we would have had a conversation outside of like the work walls. And so hiring him is like, that's like typically the prototypical like hire for us is it's like, cool. We know you, we, we trust your character. We know who you are. This is something that we have a, a line that we've used even since like, um, trace was like, I'd give you a key to the store your first day. Like before you even worked here, I'd give you a key to the store because I trust you. Like I know who you are. I have a good idea of like You said that before we hired him actually. Yeah. You legitimately said that. Yeah. And it's like that's the whole idea is it's like we want somebody who have enough of a relationship with that we would trust with a key to the store before we ever hire him. Do I get a key? I'd give you a key to the store. Really? You give me a key to Coffee Jerks? You'll find me in there. Yeah, come on. Covered in whipped cream. Just wear a mask. <laughs> wear a mask. Tear it up. Yeah. <laughs> but never know. But but you get the idea of it's like you know. Just do a lot of damage, please. The yeah, get you burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of our interview never happens in the interview. It happens in the months leading up to it, mm-hmm. so that we have an idea of like through multiple conversations that this person's had with multiple employees that we currently have. Is like we have a going list where it's like sometimes we'll be like looking to hire somebody. And and it'll be like, hey, I think this person might be good. And then somebody will be like, ah, I don't know, man. Like, you know, we had a couple conversations and um, I don't know if it'd be the right fit. And then it's like we have to kind of, you know, go back and forth and figure out who's who's people who, you know, like get all yays. Uh, and it's like all thumbs up for like being a good option. And it's like, to be honest, it can be difficult for us sometimes because it's like sometimes we got to find people quick. And it's like you don't realize like, oh, we need three people yesterday and it's like okay cool but i think something that's been really cool at least to this point knock on wood that we've never had to do is we never had to stray away from that we've never posted a job opening we've never had to do anything like never that. had applications never had applications never had to do anything it's always been hey kenny you know what do you think about potentially coming on board try it kind of deal and that's been like the, the spark to the conversation because here's the other thing is like our interview process is three interviews long uh and they're the second one is not short. The first and the third one aren't particularly short either. So it's it's a lot How of. How long are we life. talking? The second interview, the average time is probably an hour and a half to two hours. What's the so you're usually the one that does the second? Yeah, I'm most the of the time. What's the longest you've ever gone? Um, over two, I think. Mm. Probably. I don't know, Ryan. You're the only person here who's been through one. How long was ours? I'd say ours was probably right at an hour and a half or two. Yeah, it was probably somewhere in there. Yeah, but the idea is it's like, you know, we got to try to get 
like some real information here. And, um, you know, it's definitely a little bit of a different interview than like what most people are used to, but it's, you know, we want to get as much like genuine information as we can to make sure that like, again, like when everyone that we have is as committed as we are and everyone, everyone from the day they like start training with us, like takes a ton of ownership and it's like, there's a huge responsibility on the people who are hiring people to like try to get it right. And so like, I don't think anybody involved in that, whether it's you, Anthony Preston, myself, like whoever has ever taken that lightly of like, no, we have to like find as much information as we can in this situation to make sure that like, this is the person that we feel like can, you know, do what we need them to do. Well, we're going to spend a month in training and, yeah. you know, six months to a year with them fully getting comfortable. Rather spend a couple hours just to right. try and dig into it a little bit more. And sure. Get a little bit of insight into the future before we make that commitment, before anyone makes that commitment. Right. So, yeah, it's an interesting thing because, yeah, the first interview is typically like, a, hey, will this even work? Like, we don't want to waste our time. We don't want to waste yours. In, like, a genuine way. Like, hey, man, like, if it's not going to work, that's totally fine. We'd love, like, everybody who's ever gone through a first interview and it didn't work out is still great customers, great friends. It's still, like, we obviously wanted them to be a potential, so they typically take that as a compliment. We're usually pretty honest in the first one. Like, a big part of the first interview is just explaining, like, what it's like to work at the store and um really telling them all kind of like a lot of the bad parts about it yeah um and like just kind of the grind that kind of comes along with it mm-hmm. and uh it's definitely talked some people out of it of like man that just doesn't necessarily fit my lifestyle or fit my goals yeah um but man appreciate you sitting down and talking to yeah. me it's, we've had plenty of those so. absolutely mm-hmm. but yeah and then the second interview is really like the typically the tougher one and then and then third interview is kind of wrapping things up a lot but um but yeah like you say it's like we do that all of that and we go three for four <laughs> you know what i mean and it's like and we're happy with that but it's like you know we do all of that and it's like oh man well okay you know and you you, you make every assurance you do everything you can you you check every box that you can and this is no offense to that person because they left you know fine but it's it's a situation where it's like if you, you can't do it you can't you can't be perfect you can't you like your chances of, and we say this all the time, this is like a very similar note, but like we are implementing a lot of policies now and we have to remind everybody um, from time to time, or at least we try to, of like, we're implementing these policies now. And I'm sure you understand this, but it's like, we're implementing these policies now, not for anybody here, not for anybody that anybody here has done anything wrong or has ever even like done something like this. But one day we will accidentally hire a shithead. And whenever that happens, we have to be prepared to make sure to like limit the damage that they can do. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I would have been one of those. Mm. Nah, you'd have been slinging so by the packs. What would have been like? You working for us? Yeah, why not? Uh, I think that you were very much tried to pers- I think you were multiple times pers- tried to be persuaded to come to try it. It's like come on. No. Not for your selling think, ability though. No. <laughs> I mean I think the biggest thing that we look for is like do you understand the model that we have? Like that's yeah. a big 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 yep. plus is like me. You get it. Some people get it, some people don't and they're just like oh it's just try it. It's just you know it's self it's really cool. Yeah. You know. Um but some people are like man I noticed you guys do this for this reason. Man that's genius like the way you do this and it's like Man, we kind of stumbled upon a lot of these things and they just worked out and we stuck with them. But when people get it, I think that's a big, big, Huge. big plus of like, man, you already get it. You understand. 
So you'll follow the model really yeah. well. You appreciate what we do yeah. different, and then you'll you'll want to maintain that. Yeah. Well, so what do you, what do you see yeah. if you would have been working at Triad? Mm -hmm. well, what would that look Man. like? I don't think Oklahoma City could have handled what we could have done. <laughs> I'll be honest. Wow. I agree. You know? Yeah. Or it would have ended terrible. Yeah. <laughs> high risk, high reward. Yeah. And I probably, right. you know, I probably wouldn't have done a coffee shop. I probably did like a shake and tea shop. Mm. Like, right. Never mind. I'll just keep it right there. Yeah. Mm. I like the coffee shop, man. I am so happy that I have a friend that has a coffee shop. Because I go Who in there. Who is uh, he? It's you. Can you guys I... keep talking about this friend that has a coffee shop. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> Okay. This is his go, way of oh, telling us that we're, we're not, not his friends. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, probably shouldn't be because I walk into a coffee jerks weekly and demand free stuff because I know Kenny. <laughs> yeah. I show him old pictures I remember Tom, Thomas was a good first customer. I think you were like one of the first people. I was. Yeah, one yeah. of the 44, huh? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Close to. I would have remembered you that day. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were friends. But I was, I we were was, friends dude, before coffee jerks. I seriously didn't even have seating in there, man. Half the lights weren't on. Mm. And I was over. Like, I remember like I had seats. I had no chair or I had no tables. But I had like this random like chest. I don't know. It was like one of those chests he said yeah. blankets in. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what I was doing there. Yeah. But I put it in the middle and I put like it was like a campfire little farm farmhouse chairs around. Like there was no chair. There's no yeah. tables. I dig yeah. it. And I was sitting over there just green. Dude, <laughs> I literally slept for 48 hours. For the first three days of business, I wasn't awake. Do you think it had so obviously maybe the pine saw, maybe food poisoning? Yeah, but I don't get I sick. Was, when I get sick though, I get really sick for just like a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Like deathly. Mm. Yeah. That's fun. Was it nerves at all that caused it? No, I really I should have been nervous because yeah. I don't know. It's I should have punter. Been. Why would he be nervous? Dude, like <laughs> that next day, 44 alive bodies were gonna walk into my store mm. and I wasn't nervous. That's a bad thing. You <laughs> think so? <laughs> 44 customers doesn't pay for anything. Yeah, yeah, I get that. How often? But I was excited. What? How how often are you are you in the shops? Because you got three locations. How often yeah. are you doing? No, there's been some transition. Not as much as I want to, but that's going to change soon. Hmm. How so? Um, Can you give any, any details on that? Well, I'm selling the company to Starbucks. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I think this is a lie. <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah, Starbucks, if you're listening. <laughs> nah, I would. Mr. We, Bucks. <laughs> I think they listen. I think they're nah, a follower. I would. I definitely would. The yeah. price is right. Mm. Yeah, It'd be tough. Yeah. You just go open another one. Yeah. True. You can always open something else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? What were you talking, what were, what was How often are you, you in the shops? Again, not enough. But when we started, a lot. Mm. I mean, the first one, I pretty much worked. I was working shifts. I didn't realize I was working shifts. I wouldn't pay myself. Yeah. That'll happen. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, but dude, those first year, dude, the first year I'd be like training a client, and like I knew I only had we only had one person staff because all we could afford. And mm -hmm. I see, like, I was training a client, and I see a rush of like these high school kids running in. So I was like, do some freaking crunches, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, the session would be toast by the time I got back. But that's like patience through my clientele through those moments. Yeah. But I, dude, I didn't really care. I thought that's just that's what I thought created success and I, it does to some degree just yeah. re relentless hard work not yeah. given a you know what mm -hmm. just there was no pride in it mm. and those moments where i've gotten even slightly prideful in business that's where you see the, the for me the degress mm -hmm. yep um but the role that i hopefully step into which i'm going to because i have no option in a good way because that's how we're going to grow and that's how we're going to i have to get but not that i have anything to do with our success 
but I know that I can help with it. Yeah. And okay. um, so, yeah, the 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 day to day. Me, I have to take a step back into the stuff that people don't see. Mm. The back end. The back end. Yeah. yeah. How long has Coffee Jerks in general been open? Because I was, uh, I was, I was talking to the the girl working at uh, UConn today. Again, they were very nice. They were very nice people. Um, good employees. They seemed they seemed very sweet. But um, I was talking to her, and I was like, "Yeah, like how long? Like how long has this location been open again?" And she's like, "Oh, we just passed our one year." And I was like, "That's that is nuts, man. That's nuts. That's what I'm saying. It was five years. What is it going to be? Yeah, this is five years." Five years this Black Friday. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild, man. man. And then Deer, Deer Creek and Yukon just kind of like boom, boom. Yeah. Kind of like us. One thing that I've I've always found interesting is the the fact that, you know, I, I'm in coffee jerks pretty regularly, and I'm also at, at the gym pretty regularly, and I see you at the gym almost every time I'm there. Don't see you at coffee jerks a ton. And obviously, I think I remember talking to you at one point, and I think I remember that you set that up as somewhat like as the design of of not having to be stuck in the business was that by design or did you make there's that up? some but dude like i told you i'm dumb man <laughs> don't listen to anything i ever tell you in a coffee shop dude seriously it's usually me going into a mistake that i'm gonna come back a year later like dude this is actually mm. cancel that dude <laughs> yeah um no um yes and no like the the meat of that was true but sometimes like i said because i take such unique approach because i have to continue to do what I love, but also I have to make a living mm-hmm. and creating what I want to create right now. It calls for those two, but what I'm realizing in life is those two are going to have to morph into something much different. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm headed into. Yeah. Um, but I think this is for what I'm headed and what I want to do. I think this is the perfect time. Yeah. Will you have to cut back on how much time you're training to do that? No. Oh, yes. Okay. But um, I don't. I don't know the exact amount yet. Okay. Because I do love training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think um, if I didn't have training, I'd be a terrible one business owner. <laughs> Your guy that needs to be. But busy. also in the same sense, I say if I didn't have training, I'd probably be a much better. But it creates the ability to adapt. Now, is it? Is it? Is it? Do I believe taking a business to a success? that it takes to be a brand that stays alive and grows into a different pattern than anybody else, which are very rare if you really mm-hmm. look at it. No, it's impossible. So that's why I see I have to figure out a way to come into one. Yeah. So that's, that's I'm working on some unique stuff. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, billion-dollar deals and stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. You know? Wow. No. And it's nothing like life-changing. Yeah. It's life-changing for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just trying to be real with myself and understand it. But I think I, when I said why I went into business with myself earlier, I just said, because I didn't want to listen to people. But honestly, like I said about brands and stuff, anything that I do that's smart is because in the last five years, I've started listening to people that are much older than me and much smarter than me mm-hmm. because never, most of the stuff isn't my, my true idea. So I tell people I'm not an inventor at all of anything. I'm more of probably, I guess you'd call it like a plagiarist. Yeah, well, I, I would I'm say illegal. I don't think so. I think I think the right way to put it is like you might not be a, you might not be an inventor, but you're a gatherer of good ideas. Gatherer. That's. I mean, you talked about that earlier of like you you've pieced together a, a, a combination of random 
not random. They but just like say the idea it's is random. Hmm. It is random. Well, to a certain extent. Yeah. But I mean, you think, think about the this. ones that you think work for you. Think about this. When you think of a coffee shop owner, what do you think about? Be honest with yourself. Don't think about me. I think of a coffee shop owner. Like what? Are like they a solo like? coffee shop? Yeah, what do they look yeah. like? I think of a nice lady who yes. mugs. Wears an apron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now imagine Paints. me at like a coffee convention. You, Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're the it guy I don't ran- want to It run is into. random and I'm okay with that. That's why I like yeah. it. Because You're unique. Yeah. I'm Stand special. out. My mom's house special. Yeah, that's good. And I feel pretty special. No, special. it fits my personality. That's why I love it because I am random and I have ADHD and I'm fully okay with it. Yeah. I hate it, but I'm fully okay with it. And I think ADHD is just a form of creativity that people are scared of. Mm-hmm. And so I think if I can learn to focus that energy into it in a unique way, that because it, it's a gift. And I don't mean I'm gifted, but a lot of people yeah. have it. And it's, yeah. I think it's it stig- could be I'm pulling the positive from it. You, yeah, you could, you it's could, stigmatized in a bad way. It could push push you into a negative space, or you could harness it and use it for positive. Yeah, I mean, look at some of the most successful people. Look at Elon Musk, dude. Yeah, yeah, those guys don't sit still. No, I mean he has things that he's diagnosed with. Sure, mm-hmm. that if he would have went through the right different school system, he wouldn't be Elon Musk. He'd have been dumbed down. I'm not saying I'm Elon Musk by any means, because he's fueled by something different than I am, and that's totally okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think there's an interesting point that, you know, back to like taking things and like getting ideas and kind of gathering ideas. Like, I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with it. I mean, like, I'm sure Kevin can make a testament to like, we have a a ton of similarities to supplement superstores. Like there's a lot of things that were taken. Sure. There's things that are different, but it's about picking and choosing. It's, it's a blend of things. I think it's picking and choosing the things that create the blend the way you want it to be. And so it's like taking, you can have unoriginal ideas, but make them successful in the correct environment. The it's a unique blend that ends up being, uh, I mean, a unique they like, a thing of its own. Yeah, it's unique because of the the combination of the different ideas exactly. that you put together. Exactly, and yeah. I think I think you know, obviously, Coffee Jerks has had its form of success for a reason, and I think that you've created an environment where it's like you've taken it's it's very Kenny, right? Like it, as much as it is <laughs> like, and I mean that in a positive way because I love you, but like if you if you walk into a Coffee Jerks, I when I walk into a Coffee Jerks, I'm like, yeah, oh, I get it. This is yeah. this has got Kenny written on it, yeah. but it's like. But you take you take your unique twist of things, and then you add that to a blend of good ideas that you've gotten from other people's or other uh, other people or other businesses or whatever, and then you can mold those together, and then add your twist to it, add your flavor to it, and then it becomes coffee jerks, right? Exactly. And I think that that's such an important thing because. You know, I think it's the same thing can be said about triad, right? Like, there's a lot of there's, you know, how much of triad is your grandpa? You know, like bit, yeah. ideas from him, you know, talking to him, different stuff like that. Or like how many ideas, you know, come from Ryan who came from potentially somebody else or even Ryan original ideas. But it's the same kind of idea where it's like where he's he's looking at different like where we obviously model, you know, ourselves after you said it as too earlier. Right. Uh, and even a lot of what first form does, because that's where we came from. Sure. They're doing well. So, it's, man, what are they doing that that would fit us well? Not everything, but right. the things but that fit us well. Use. Putting when, first, our own when, first form, when first form came out, they came out. Yeah, mm. that was huge. Yeah. Do you, you remember what year you learned about them? It was like early Instagram era. Mm. Mm. That's what's weird to me is because a lot of like these fitness people that I remember when some of these people, I'm not going to name their names, but had like 2,500 followers. 
Yeah, that's weird that that's like our history. It's like I remember when they had mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. people that have like and a now million they have now. four million, five million followers. Yeah. And they're, yeah. they're solely making a living based on that part of the industry, which yeah. is cool. And it's really cool to see how the industry is how it morphs in the social in the social world on on the platforms, right? Because that's the era that everything was a transformation photo, mm. and everything yeah. was a was a quick scheme. Everything was. Yeah. That was MLM, like they were huge coming, like pushing the market, especially in Oklahoma City. Mm. And I was over at GNC killing it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just crazy how you see these people in the, in these, how what the supplement industry, like first form, has done and created people's literal lives yeah. in their income, which mm. is crazy. If you know. And well, I said, you guys have that potential, people. <laughs> well, thank you. I know. I appreciate that. I'm sure. Yeah, does. definitely. Yeah. But I think, you know, you, you talk about GNC and I know you talk about it as like not like as a more interesting light as you kind of like talk about it. But like, I'm sure there's things potentially subconsciously or consciously that you even take from there. And it's like, you know, I think it's funny because it is it's like you also didn't invent an ice latte, but like you make a damn good one. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like you found the right ingredients, whether it came from like the literal ingredients or just the different things that you've taken from all over, knowing that like you can't force the script on people, knowing that you can't do this. It's like it's the same kind of thing as making a drink is it's like, you know, you've you've put your own twist when it comes to this. And I think when it comes to like coffee jerks and stuff like that, I think that you've done a really good job with it. Amen. That touches deep. Good. Well, I think uh, Ryan gave me the two hour warning Dude. a little bit ago um so i think does anybody have anything they'd like to touch on before we wrap it up <coughs> kevin <laughs> i have more questions but it would make us go yeah three hours give me, one, give me one last one. yeah give me, give me a good one i got time Be hard. Uh, this, is, this has been easy come on give me something <laughs> oh Just we're kidding. not asking hard enough questions <laughs> yeah let's get personal all right well, we could t- we can edit this out I mean, <laughs> so i started to kind of touch on it earlier but Man, I think the thing the thing for me um, is that I was very, very anxious. And I just recently, within this last year, got to the point where I didn't have to work in the store and take customers anymore. Because when I would be in periods of time where I was taking customers, there would be things that would be happening on the back end. You know, like, if you know, those bad reviews come through and I'm with customers for three hours and I can't even do anything. And I'm just freaking out, but having to put a smile on and take customers, it's like I'm stressed. So I was very excited to get to the point where I wasn't working shifts at all. And it might be that way, you know, moving forward. But obviously, um, you know, you talked about it early on, you know, training your clients and um, having to, you know, jump away and, and jump into the coffee shop. Are there are there still instances where where there are stressful situations, but you just got to hang out with your clients and keep a smile or? Uh, yes and no. Um We've had bigger situations arise, but now it's it. I don't know. It just feels different because mm. I do have extra layers of leaders now within within them. Mm. Important um, that helps, Important. and that means yeah. they're doing their job. Absolutely, well, I don't feel it. Um, we don't have. I mean, we're a coffee shop, so I'm, we're not having like murders happen. I wish not. None of the, no murders yet. No hey, murders yet. I did find when we first. In, uh, never mind. I won't say that. Um, <laughs> I've said that a lot in my head tonight. That's probably why I've been quiet. Um, <laughs> The good thing is this is live. Oh, right. We, we got to eat up at least eight minutes because I talked about Penn State for at least eight minutes. We got to cut that in. We got to cut that out. I think that's making the cut. Well, that's all right. I, think it's, I don't think anything's getting out of it. We can get it out anything you want to, but. No. Uh, we're good. What were you saying? 
uh, basically just, you know, cause like I know even when I was working like a second job, uh, man, not being able to be at the business was stressful, but then even being, having to be stuck in the business and not being able to focus on the back end was stressful. So for you to have three locations and mm. to still be training clients, man, like it stresses me out to watch you. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's stressful. Yeah. It, it, but you kind of adapt. Um, yeah, but again, I, I will always claim I'm dumb. And so I don't, and that's where I see like everything happens for a reason. And I, whatever, here's, I'm perfectly okay if copy jerks isn't it for me. That doesn't mean I want it to fail. That yeah. Mean, but I don't view anything because business in the last three years really have, have really stuck something in me in the fact of there's a lot of uncontrollables. And if I control what I control, if that's not enough, the problems I have in myself is where I know I didn't put enough into it. Yep. That doesn't mean I wasn't working hard. Yeah. Yeah. But being in a chaotic environment at times, like for me, I have to take a step back and I have to start coaching myself or getting a coach or helming it in because the honest truth is I can't perform anything to the level that I want it to be if it doesn't get the proper attention. And now it's figuring out what is that? Mm -hmm. What is it? No. What do you think it is, Kevin? The proper attention, like in what way? How many hours? How many hours do you think a business, a, a startup, small business? Like it's okay hours from you. I don't know. There, there, isn't, there isn't a perfect number. No, I I kind of viewed it at least. I mean, you're at three locations now, so that's a little tough of like, because I know I've gone through different stages. Like sometimes it's, man, 40 hours is like, man, I'm kind of scrapping to find things to do and I mm -hmm. feel bad about not working more and um but uh i know there's there's been periods early on and even periods now where i worked um three 18 hour days in a row it's just because i had just so much on my plate it's like i can't i can't clock out be done so it's um i kind of view it as a the more you put in the more you get out though no that's 100 true mm -hmm. that's what you deserve i think mm -hmm. okay. if you fail you fail <laughs> If he dies, he dies. That's good. I was. I set you up. For that. I appreciate that. That was the Speaking first. Speaking of Sylvester Stallone, he'll be back to shoot season two. You guys gonna get him? Yeah. Ooh, he'd Just be saying. good. He'd be a good one. I did. Uh, I don't know. I've shared this story with a lot of people because it's actually a really proud. It's pretty cool. Proud moment for me, but I got big dicked by Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Really. I got this leg tattoo. Um, this was probably about three or four weeks now. Mm. It was initially scheduled for like two months ago uh, with Zach Perez, awesome artist, phenomenal super, artist, phenomenal art. Yeah, I, <sighs> this guy's crazy. The thing I really liked about him is he's super organized, um, and like had everything scheduled out, art artwork all put together like weeks in advance. Um, but he called me the day before, or no, the day of the tattoo appointment that was scheduled like like four or five months out, and. Was like, hey man, uh, you still coming into your appointment today? I was like, well, yeah, plan to. It's it starts in an hour. I'm about to head there. I'm like, everything good? He's like, well, um, I've got Sylvester Stallone. Um, uh, he has an appointment um, tomorrow, and I got his all all his artwork finished up yesterday, and he apparently is still not happy with it. So I'm continuing to do revisions and it's bleeding in more into today than I thought it would. And he's calling me about every hour. He's like, you are more than welcome to come in and uh, get tattooed today. But just to be honest, he's like, I'm going to be a little stressed and you're probably not going to get my full attention. And I just wanted to like 
make you aware of that or like give you the option. I'm like, dude, first and foremost, yeah, holy shit, you're tattooing Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, what a genuine guy. For real. What a genuine, like, because I think he grasps like, this is something that you're going to have on you forever. And like, he wants to do the absolute best that he can. Yeah. And I think him being honest, because that's difficult as like a business owner, like he is, to be like, hey man, can I, I know that I might lose you, but I'd rather lose you like this than lose you with the tattoo you don't want. Right. You know. Imagine if Kenny GNC was your tattoo artist. Think about the tattoo you would ask. I would have told you. It's like, get on in here, boy. Yeah. You'd like to do just random. Just That'd be kind of artist. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever you're feeling today. Yeah. I'm stressed today. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Time to go. I'm creative. <laughs> you an artist at all? Yeah. Huh? That's good. But people like that are rare. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. That's um, why they, they're valuable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, dude, if I had Sylvester Stallone calling up to try it and saying, hey, I need you to help me out today. I'd be like, cancel everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, I told Zach not even worry about me. I was like, dude, Literally. we'll get something. Like, don't even worry about rescheduling that. Like, we'll get it figured out. Like, yeah. let's like do your thing today. Um, so yeah, but now I get to say that I got tattooed by the same guy that yeah. tattooed Sylvester Stallone. You so. got your uh you got your appointment kicked. <laughs> yeah, got big date. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right, guys. Well, we're probably about two and a half hours in now. So um, well. You I'm know. not gonna lie, I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> big, big bad. Like right you guys, now. this beer, this I've had like four bottles of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh so we should drag it out a little longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, that's great. I'm but, having a great uh, time. Yeah, we really appreciate anybody who's tuned into this episode or previous episodes and um, made it this far. Guys, yeah, really though, I appreciate anybody who's continuing to listen, and we get a ton of awesome feedback from you guys. Anybody who's stopped in the store, you know, uh, had really nice things to say. It's been awesome. Yes, Ryan. Oh, I was just waiting to tell you all this because I got the email today, but we hit 500 downloads. Hey. Heck yeah. Nice. So, yeah. To, this, is, this is history. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That man. means 500 people really care. Yeah. yeah. We've, had a, we've had our fair share of views, man. It's been actually um, rather successful wow. um see what i did there That's um, pretty good. but uh but guys you know we really appreciate that again this is kenny woldridge owner of anytime fit or co-owner i think yeah. of anytime fitness kenny time fitness as we'd like to call it on 122nd and may um in that same shopping center he is also the owner of coffee jerks uh, with two other locations in yukon as well as deer creek make sure and check those out it is hands down our favorite coffee shop in town and not just because i love kenny um but I do genuinely like the product that you guys have. Um, when you guys stop by, make sure and mention that you saw it on the Unsuccessful Entrepreneur podcast and they'll charge you double. So, yeah. all right, guys. We'll write that check. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs>